2: Come on, poogie, let's burn this motherfucker down! This is insane, you guys. Yo, this is sexy.
0: <laughs> Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast,
2: with your host, Lee Rodriguez. At the end of the day, babies are terrible people, and I'm not
3: sorry for saying it.
1: Jason Nyes. Motherfucker, babies. I won best costume! Jose Guzman.
3: Yeah, I know nothing about Firestorm except for his hat's always burning.
0: And Kelly Harris.
3: Oh, I love it. it appears we got a penis in the mail.
4: I my fucking eyes <laughs> shut.
1: I just want to see all these Yelp reviews of Jose's jizz. <laughs> oh,
0: sorry, I knocked over the salt
4: like you had anything better to do.
2: Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is the last show before Christmas, and all through the house, a lot of creatures There's that goddamn mouse again. <laughs> <laughs> Today is Tuesday, December 19, 2017, this is episode 405. The Pals podcast. I'm your host, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me tonight, we've got Mr. Tasted Knives. Luke, my beautiful baby boy, would you like a pocket dog from your daddy? Jose <laughs> <laughs> oh, Guzman.
3: In Russia, you don't hang Christmas ornaments. Christmas ornaments hangs you.
2: <laughs> and Kelly Harris. Uh, hashtag Jipples. Oh, what? <laughs> those oh, things, the Jipples. <laughs> those things are gross. What the fuck is wrong That's with your is jipple. Jipples?
0: Oh, Ginger uh, Mahal's
2: nipples are all fucked up from steroids. Oh, yeah. No, like, that's true. the side effect of steroids is fucked up nipples? Yeah. Well, it's like if you're crazy fucked up.
1: Because you overproduce estrogen because... Yeah, so you're... he's
0: got weird tits.
3: He's like bitch tits pop <sighs> from Fight All
1: right, Jose. Uh, anybody else here? in Jose sound weird?
3: Motherfuckers, you all sound weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's not terrible. Everyone got a echo. Well, you I
1: think should. Okay I think you, it's level. You should hang up and come back. Motherfucker, you hang up. Motherfucker, you were fifteen minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> I had oh, audio issues. Fight. I had Lee, audio getting, issues, and I already we're getting fixed a them. preview of
3: February. Lee. <laughs> well, yeah, but on the clock of on my laptop it says it's ten ten.
4: Well, the show's 10. 10,
3: bitch. Well, yes, yeah, so that's not even fifteen minutes yet. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. So your clock is five minutes slow. Yeah. And that's what me on the draft. But we'll talk about <laughs> that later. God damn it. All right.
2: Fucking Captain Asterix over here. Going at it. Jesus Christ.
3: God damn Asterix champ of the world. A title. I have decreed. No one wants. Oh. It, I'm putting it up though.
2: <laughs> I'm going to have I'm going to make my own belt. <laughs> the center is just a big ass asterisk yeah with straps on it no you joke you joke sir you I joke one dream, dream of joking
3: no, no no, you he's about to see it
1: well if it's anything like jose's other passion projects he'll be really into it for about three days and then completely forget
2: about it
3: <laughs> I forget about nothing nothing's forgotten
2: God damn it! All right, let's see what's going on. Uh, yeah, it it is the uh, the last week before Christmas. Then wrapping presents like a crazy person because the one thing my wife loves doing, it's overdoing.
1: Wrapping presents is a lot of work, man. I hate it, it so fucking it's much. It's a
2: skill. Like yeah, it, you know what it really is, and I don't have it. Like I, I'm bad at it. I don't like doing it, and I'm like, I mean, there was a there was one year when I bought. A bunch of those, like, uh, like, you know, like little, the the shirt, generic kind of shirt boxes, you know? Yeah. But they had one one side of them were printed with a design, you know, like a Santa or like it just looked like a fucking wrapped present. I'm like, oh, I'm just going to buy these. And there's Christmas. And I put these unwrapped, yet decorated boxes under the tree. And I thought she was going to slap the shit out of me. (laughs) Like, that was the wrong answer. Completely. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm gonna go back and wrap these. So you goddamn right, you're gonna wrap them. What, what's her stance
1: on gift bags? Not good. Gift bags are the way to go, though.
2: She will gift bag a birthday present, provided said birthday present is irregularly shaped. But <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. A Christmas present, you're gonna wrap a goddamn Christmas present. Like, to, uh, we even got we got Jack some. Um, a couple of uh, like, like kind of bigish Imaginext things. So we got like that like uh, uh Tiger Zord and the big gold R for it to fight. And I don't know if you've ever seen those things, but they have like the the cardboard back and bottom, but the 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 figure itself is just kind of out, you know. Right. So it's just not really like in a box, you know. Um. So this is actually my idea. I'm like, hey, fuck this. You know what's going to happen anyway is he's going to be like. He's going to open. It. Oh, my God. Open it. Open, open it. Because, you know, that's a little kid's work. It's like, how about we just let's just fucking open them. Let's open them now. We'll put these things in a box, like a brown nondescript box. I don't know, maybe decoratively covered on the top of it. <laughs> when he opens it, he can go He can go and fucking play. He says, yes, great. So I also had to spend time opening presents so that I can then wrap them, which sounds kind of silly. But that means I mean, they don't have to do the same thing on Christmas. So that might be kind of a win for me.
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. Gonna... Save yourself the trouble on actual Christmas Day. Yeah. So that he can just shut up and play with his toy already. Yeah, that way I can then shut
2: up and play with my toys already. Right. Yeah. There
1: you yeah. go. At yeah. that
3: age, you got to go with the already pre-assembled.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, you, you got to put batteries and shit that needs batteries. So don't yep. make yourself a little less miserable on Christmas Day.
3: Game, install it the night before, and wrap, yep. wrap the fucking box. Because nowadays, you play, you're you like, oh, shit, I got a game. Oh, I better today, wait like a couple hours hour hour. for it to download all the fucking updates. <laughs> <do> you <laughs> now you're playing fucking after dinner.
2: Yeah, no, that's really good. Uh, but I did all that stuff. I, I ordered my last Christmas present today. Uh, it was for Jose. Uh, I had that shit mailed directly to your house like a sane person. Because... Another thing Nicole likes to do is have all the presents mailed here and then ship them out separately herself later on. I go, you're out of your fucking mind. Yeah, uh,
1: we we did a lot of our shopping in stores, and we we were sending a lot of uh, presents like out. Really, the only presents that we weren't mailing were presents for uh, you know Jose's
2: family and uh,
1: my parents.
2: So everything else See, that's cool though, cause, like you're buying to the store. Nicole will buy shit on Amazon. Haven't mailed to us and then turn around and mail it to somebody else. Yeah,
1: it's still not that cool because uh, I spent more on fucking
2: shipping than we did
1: buying the presents. God damn it!
2: There is also <laughs> <laughs> we have some uh, friends in Scotland, right? Uh, very, very good friends of ours. Uh, and so, like the big, the big thing is that for them is always like shit you can't get there, you can get here. So they visited last year and just like stocked up on like the biggest thing. For our friend Donna is grape Kool-Aid. Like, grape flavor is not a thing in the UK, apparently. They don't have that grape drink? They don't have no grape drink. Do
1: they even no have drink.
2: do they even have grapes? They, you know, that might be the problem. They might not have grapes. <laughs> like it's all very wet over there. Who's to say? So she got like a whole bunch of grape grape Kool-Aid and like uh um uh, like graham crackers, like it's like basically like, you know. It looked like a box that she was going to give to, like, a homeless shelter. <laughs> just like, leaving just pantry items, like, dry goods and shit like that. And she has this big pile of stuff. I go, babe, you know you're mailing this bitch, like, internationally, right? It's like,
4: yeah. Boo-boo.
2: She goes, and she it costs $75. Holy to, fuck. To mail approximately $18 worth of <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm like, babe. <laughs> What the fuck are you doing to me?
1: No lie. It cost me thirty-three dollars to ship something that cost thirty dollars. Yeah.
3: That's so That's why funny. you just fax it, man.
1: <laughs> What's that? I couldn't hear you, you're breaking up.
3: That's why you just fax it. <laughs> it's got it's got a point. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what I bet you it's doing? Let me switch headphones a bit because I'm using the Beats. It's trying to read the mic. Maybe. Yeah, probably. There you Maybe. go. Check a one, two, one, two. Yeah. Continue. On one hand,
2: that's oh, kind of crazy. God. On the other hand, it's like, you know, we're giving you $75 to take a box full of shit. Literally half <laughs> yeah. the world. Yeah. yeah. That is kind of a bargain.
1: <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like, it was hard to drop, you know, $130 on shipping. But then I was like, yeah, you know what? The guy's coming to pick this shit up. I don't have to go to the post office. We'll plan better next year. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You know, live and learn. Live and learn. Yeah, I got a little. I did uh, most of our wrapping last night, and I got a little cocky. And there's a, there's a bit on the office where Pam is telling Roy, "If you use more than three pieces of tape, you're doing it wrong." <laughs> and I and I sat down and I say to Mary, I was like, If you're using more than three pieces of tape, you're doing it wrong. Oh no, Pam Beasley, you're a goddamn liar. <laughs> it's impossible. It's impossible with a larger size present to just use three pieces of tape. It's just I would you can't to do it.
2: It's impossible to wrap even a smaller size rectangular
1: box with three pieces <laughs> yeah, of tape. It's 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 too it's too hard. So by the end of it I was using like nine pieces of tape. <laughs> You can do the three pieces of tape
0: on something like a CD or a Blu-ray.
2: Sure. Yes. Because... Yeah, you also get a pre-decorated gift box with the top and use that instead. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that's all good. Uh, very excited to be done with it all. And we're doing um, we got Christmas at Mom's tomorrow. Because we will be Friday for Illinois. And it's going to be fine. It's going to be nice. Yes, everybody. I just, you know, I just,
1: ugh. just psyching yourself up. I love it.
2: I yeah, I'm, I'm working on it. It's gonna
1: be okay. It's gonna like, be fine. It's gonna be. It's it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine.
2: It is it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. <laughs> and it's not truly. It's not personal. It's not about them at all. Like when we fucking live in Illinois, I don't like coming here for Christmas. I just like being home for Christmas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's just cause no matter what the situation. You know, traveling, especially staying with family, it just it just raises the bar a little bit. You know, it's just, it's just a little hard, it's a little tense, a little stressful. At best,
1: it's a little of all those things. You know what they say? I've heard this. There's no place like
2: home for the holidays. Your God. I have heard man, that. Right. One thousand <laughs> percent. And Nicole wants to take Zoe uh, and by extension, Jax and me to like Chicago proper. On Saturday to go to like Macy's and look at all the windows and shit. So oh like, why? Like you want to go to downtown Chicago on December twenty third? Who hurt you? That sounds awful <laughs> in every way. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't think I'm going to do that. Like as much as I would hate to, like you know whatever it's fine. I'm, you know, I don't want to do that. I'm going to stay home with Jacks, and everyone's going to have a better day because of it. <laughs> But Jax is that magical age now where like he's too big for a stroller and will not be contained. So he needs one of those to wrangle his ass on fucking Michigan Avenue. (laughs) He needs one of those
1: Hannibal Lecter carts. Yeah.
2: We got him one of those leashes, which is fine until he just like gets hateful at the leash and just stops using his legs to drag him across the
3: ground. (laughs) (laughs) Like that move where they You know what I mean? Wrap wrap the rope around their arm and pull you into him.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the drag is a move you can counteract that with, or just like, or just wrap the leash around your hand to where it's like really really close, and just pick him up and carry him around by his shoulders, (laughs) just kicking and screaming the whole way. You know, Christmas Christmas shit. You know, so we're we're gonna we're gonna not do that if we don't have to. Uh, yeah. And then otherwise, man, a lot going on. I uh, I did fire up the second season of the Telltale uh, Batman game this weekend. And it's fucking cool, you guys. Uh, Highly recommend those Telltale Batman games. Um, They're doing some really fun stuff for the mythos. The the, the big kind of driving factor behind it is that in this version, uh, Thomas Wayne was not the philanthropist doctor when thought him out to be. He was that, but he was also like one of the main crime bosses of Gotham City. Oh, that's cool. It's so, like he was partners with Carmine Falcone. Sure. And over the course of the first game, like, you know, Bruce thinks his family's name has been drugged through the mud, but turns out, like, it's true. And he was, like, performing lobotomies on his enemies in Arkham Asylum, turning them into crazies and shit. Like, it's super fucking dark. And so the second season is about dealing with the fallout from that and the fact that, you know, during the course of the first game, Arkham, Bruce was committed to Arkham, you know, escaped very quickly, of course. But during that time, he met the Joker in Arkham. And like, he's the Joker before he became the Joker. He almost seems like almost a high-functioning autistic guy, like trying to just make friends or whatever. And now he's out trying to cash on these favors he's met in. And so he's trying to... So Bruce is using this perception of himself as maybe I'm not... The you know philanthropist I am either I'm gonna to try to infiltrate these you know that, I'm, that's why you should bring me into your crime gang and shit like that like it's it's pretty cool and it's the first game that's equal parts Batman and Bruce Wayne it's, it's pretty cool I highly recommend them they're fun something of a, a video game page turner if there is such a thing it's good
1: so what you're saying is that a mildly autistic person is just one chemical bath away from being the Joker what's that. <laughs> A mildly autistic person is just one chemical bath away from
2: becoming the Joker. He's already white at this point. I don't know how he got there. So that is not what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> don't you put those words in my mouth, son.
0: Watch out next time there's a Szechuan sauce incident. Oh, oh god. god.
2: Remember that?
1: That feels like years ago. <laughs> it really does.
4: It really
1: does. Uh... I stumbled, so many some more terrible things have happened in the world. Just the other funny. day I stumbled upon a gif of remember when that little girl bust in on her dad having a Skype interview on the news. She just fucking oh,
4: yeah. The
1: little girl in the in the yellow jacket and she's just fucking waltzed in did her Vince McMahon walk. Like a gif of that popped up and I it felt like something straight from the 80s. I thought it should have had a VHS effect on it. I feel like it happened so long ago. <laughs> like you should adjust
2: the tracking on it.
4: Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's Jesus fucking
1: crazy.
2: Christ. What's going on with you guys besides getting old fast like the rest of us? Oh.
1: <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong.
2: No, no uh, it's the real as it fucking gets.
1: We did a lot of Christmas shopping this weekend. It's been a while since we've kind of gone like balls deep Christmas shopping. And uh, man, a lot of shit. And we hit a lot of shops. Both Mary and I, speaking of being old. Um you know my wife she's she gets allergic to parties and she turns into a pumpkin after midnight. But that also happens when we like go out to run errands and shop. One
2: of my favorite thing, one of my favorite Mary's stories, you guys are all here. Where everyone by all account is having a wonderful time. Right? it's it's, yeah. it's everyone's having a blast. You know good times are being had by all. But I look over and Mary is just like chin on chest just passed <laughs> out <laughs> like, and like in a loud room full of people but she just checked out yeah not
1: drunk passed out just no, no her, just her body shut, shut down. down yeah but if we go run errands and we hit like one or two or three stores in a row she start she starts to just lose it <laughs> but we fucking went ham this past weekend and Probably hit, like, ten different spots doing grocery shopping and running errands and stuff like that. It was pretty dope. It was pretty cool. Uh, do you guys have Christmas tree stores by you? It's an, No. Like a tree lots? It's an actual store called Christmas Tree Store. No. No. Yeah, like, we got a bunch of coupons for it in the mail. So I'm assuming it's just a store full of Christmas shit. But it's, like, it's damn near a Target like what? a like like a almost like a like an old- time pottery meets a target and it was pretty dope like we were looking for stuff for uh like stocking stuffers and that was the place to do it and it's just it's good prices and crazy selection like they have three aisles full of travel toiletries <laughs> it's nuts
2: are there that many travel toiletries
1: apparently apparently I fucking stocked up you can't find my face wash in travel size everywhere.
2: <laughs> so, are they open year round? Yeah, which is weird. <laughs> okay. And but like, judging
1: by the name, it's weird that it's open year round. Yeah. But the but the fact that the store is pretty much just a department store, even during Christmas, it makes sense that it's open year round. So it's like only like a quarter of the store is Christmas even during this christmas time
2: this is all stupid what you're saying but it
1: was great it was cool it was it was pretty 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 nuts christmas right. christmas tree shop i'm sorry i i think i call it christmas tree store and it's shop with two p's and an e you know all right what's that shop of power you're still still breaking up <laughs> Uh, that being said, uh, Jose and his lovely girlfriend, and me and my wife, my wife, my wife, and uh, my mom, we went and saw Book of Mormon in Orlando on Wednesday. Oh,
2: that's right. Uh,
1: I had very cursory, basic knowledge of Book of Mormon. Like, I I know Trey Parker, Matt Stone, and I know it was about the Mormons, and they did all those South Park episodes about the Mormons, and it's a, a musical, and it's rave reviews, and so on and so forth. But I guess I didn't know much about it, because it takes a turn early on. Like, do you guys know, know much about, like, the story of Book of Mormon?
2: I mean, from what I understand, like, it's funny... But it's also kind of a straightforward story of how the fucking church was founded.
1: Uh it is funny. I don't think it's 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 Well,
3: it, it is in a roundabout way.
1: Yeah, it's more along the lines of the South Park episode where they kind of explain the Mormon church's actual beliefs, but I mean while while tongue in cheek mocking it. because well, it's goofy as fuck. Yeah. But within the first ten minutes The main characters are in fucking Africa, and that's where they are the rest of the show. (laughs) Okay. So, like, a lot of the songs and dance numbers have a very Lion King vibe to them. All right. In fact, there's a whole song that is a takeoff of Hakuna Matata, but it's, uh, instead of it means no worries, it means fuck you, God. (laughs) 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 Because everyone has AIDS. Oh, that's funny. So it's these these two Mormons, uh, uh, one who looks like Taron Killam, and one who uh, was originally played by Josh Gad in the original stage play. Yeah, he's the the goofy one. They get sent off to Africa. the The one thinks he's being punished for being sent to Africa because he wanted to go to Orlando.
4: <laughs> and
1: uh, that's funny. They ha- they are trying to convert the locals and crazy hijinks happen and it was it was amazing it was really funny really fun great music great there's a there's a scene where the main character is having a uh, spooky hell dream and w- jose what did you what did you say like now i've seen everything <laughs> are you even there i am yeah there's this big <laughs> musical number that's supposed to be a spooky hell dream and <clears throat> it's got satan it's got dancing starbucks cups um <laughs> Fuck. uh jeffrey dahmer and hitler's there and oh it's it's nuts that's a hell of a musical number shit is <laughs> nuts i highly suggest seeking out book of mormon even if it's just listening to like the cast recording because the song's you know, if you've ever watched any length of South Park, you know those guys don't fuck around when it comes to musical numbers. Sure. And it's that quality multiplied throughout the entire show. My only complaint is white people need to be fucking checked
2: hard. Oh, shit, what they do?
1: Fucking drunk, loud, just... Drunk, laughing inappropriately throughout, like, the entire third act. People taking pictures with their cell phones. During the fucking show? During the show. And these are grown, well-off-looking white people. Oh, oh, that is fucking savage. Isn't it? Fucking savages. There were these two chicks who were plastered. And at some point, like halfway through the show, we're just hearing this constant, loud laughter. And it's, it's like six rows in front of us. If we were any closer, I would have fucking grabbed somebody by the goddamn collar.
4: <laughs>
1: but just le- obnoxious and laughing and talking and not even like paying attention to the show at all.
2: Oh, see, that gets that gets my goat up just thinking about it. Oh,
1: it does. It sure does. At least oh, thinking God about going to
2: grab some cell phones right now.
1: But like, we're six rows away. So oh, like, yeah, you can't really do anything. That's at that a, point. that's outside our jurisdiction. Yeah, it's it's up to the some people clause. It's it's up to the people next to them, in front of them, behind them, to fucking say something or get an usher or something. Yeah, but
2: they're bitches. Yeah.
1: Oh, speaking of, Last Jedi, opening night, IMAX, $20 a ticket, this motherfucker next to me has his phone out as the Lucasfilm logo comes up. Oh, no. Because he's trying to get a picture of the Star Wars logo. Ugh. And I say to him, you going to put that away? (laughs) <laughs> and he says, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." He puts it away. Motherfucker! Like, why do you have a better seat than me? Because <laughs> he was closer to the middle. It's like, what? Who are you? You got a BB-8 shirt on, but any fucking asshole can buy a BB-8 shirt. Why are you here? <laughs> <laughs> Why Gotta do get them Instagram? Why likes. do yeah? Why do I have to fucking read you the riot act as the Lucasfilm logo comes up opening night of Star Wars: The Last Jedi to I, put
2: your this phone came up on away, Twitter to put your this phone weekend, away? Our buddy Tim Gibbons and me and Mary kind of went back and forth a little bit. Oh yeah, I saw that. Like, I would pay kind of a lot for the ability to watch a movie on opening night at my house, and I have to fuck around with trying to make plans to go to the theater. Like, i pay 50 bucks. You mean, 50 bucks, I can just sit down and watch The Last Jedi at home? That's about what you spend on a couple of tickets of popcorn any fucking way. And I can just not deal with it? Yeah. Yeah. Where is that? Let's have, uh, let's
1: have that happen, please. On one hand, yes. On the other hand, it was, uh, other than this fucking asshole, it was great to be their opening night, IMAX. Like, these are the hardcore of the hardcore,
2: And, I, and I, I don't think I would do it all the time. Sure. For sure. Because I, I do love the communal aspect of movies, for sure. But it's fucking hard out there for Pim sometimes. I
1: just... I'm is tough. I don't understand... I don't understand the mindset. Like, how did you... Sir, sir, how did when did you find out about Star Wars? Like <laughs> I didn't I don't want to pull like the fake geek card, but how do you have a better seat than me and you're fucking pulling your phone out like this is your first time at a movie? No,
2: that's bullshit. Son of a bitch. No oh, goddamn sense. No <laughs> oh, goddamn sense. But
1: Book of Mormon uh hi- highly recommended, even even with some drunk a-holes in the crowd what's funny is the uh the bit about orlando like that i had <coughs> sorry sorry mary was the only one that uh knew more about the like she knew the song she knew the story and i had to lean over to her at one point because this guy keeps talking about he wants to go to orlando they have this whole set piece where they have a backdrop of all like the orlando landmarks and i was like like, is this in the real play? Or are they just doing like a they just doing like a wrestling cheap pop where whatever town they go to, that's where he says he goes. And Mary's like, No, 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 that's in the real play. So whenever the guy talks about Orlando, the whole crowd is just fucking cheering and applauding, and I'm thinking to myself, like, this is like they're trolling Orlando. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's. they put Orlando into the script as a joke. So, like, chill out, Orlando. That's
2: hilarious. Chill the fuck out. That is straight cheap pop. <laughs> Too funny. Fucking A. Shit right on. How about you, Kelly? What you going on in this uh. magical world?
0: Not a whole lot. Uh, I'm pretty much done with Christmas stuff. I just need to buy a few more things. And I think I'm done with wrapping.
1: That I have, at least. Didn't, like, the week before Christmas come out of nowhere? Yeah. That's what
0: happens when it's on a Monday.
1: It was fucking December 1st, like, ten minutes ago. Yeah. And now it's the 19th. And, like, I had an anxiety attack Sunday night because we did all this shopping. And I'm like oh fuck, I've got all this stuff to ship out and I have to ship it out like within the next two days or it ain't getting there.
2: Yeah, but I don't know. On the one hand, yeah, that's kind of a bummer. On the other hand, if it doesn't get there, then that means someone gets like a second Christmas cover. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, but like like,
1: in my mind, if I get a late Christmas present from someone, it means that they didn't think of me. I was, I ah, was, fuck that. <laughs> so let that be a lesson <laughs> to all of you. <laughs>
4: that,
1: I love it. You like, know, oh man,
2: Christmas was Monday, but oh, fuck a Thursday <laughs> present. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Had a last year. One of the things I wanted was uh, on pre-order at the time. And that not like and it got delayed. So the should not come out to like February. So come February, I got a present out of nowhere. I'm like, oh, <laughs> fuck.
4: Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah,
1: I put a bunch of those. Um. Those Disney Afternoon Funko figures on my Amazon list. They didn't say nothing about pre-order or nothing. And then, I,
2: ma- I forgot about those things. Yeah. I, I saw I saw Chip and Dale in a store the other day. Oh, in a fucking store? Really? I thought about a Hot Topic, yeah. And they look pretty cool.
0: Yeah, but Hot yeah. Topic would get them first because they own Funko.
2: Oh, do they? Is that right? Yeah. That actually explains a lot. Yeah, it does. But if I see that the Darkwing Ducks, I might have to jump on those. Yeah, I fucking love some Darkwing Duck.
1: I'm not huge on action figures these days, but at ten bucks a pop, and I remember being super bummed that I never got the original Disney Afternoon figures when they were out. I always looked at them in the stores, but that's one of those like holy grails that I never got. And yeah. And you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Funko, but these things look
2: pretty dope. Yeah, I got those uh Funko Rick and Morty figures last year, and they're pretty cool. They're neat. We they're- saw one of those Rick and Morty uh
1: construction sets at Toys R Us this past weekend. Yeah. Uh and had we not already bought your present, we were getting that for you. <laughs> yeah. Like I've that- had it in my hand several times. It looks like, so oh, cool. Man,
2: Oh, I saw, because same. note, I saw him at a GameStop, uh, a South Park building set from right. the Farwinds. Same kind of deal. Uh, and it's kind of rad. The, they're doing, like, the bus stop and, like, a classroom, Mr. Garrison, that has, like, all the boys and stuff, right? But the set I saw at GameStop was Cartman's Basement, and it had, like, you know, the Coon, Mysterion, and token them in the superhero outfits and there's a couple other sets that have the kids and their alter egos too I'm like that's kind of rad. Yeah that is very cool Cause, Yeah Zoe has one of the Five Nights at Freddy ones and like you know they all build like Legos and all the bricks and shit like that but the top layer are all you know painted and finished and whatnot. so when it's done it doesn't look like you built it like it's they're pretty neat. Yeah it looks like a fucking cool ass little action figure diorama. Yeah they're pretty
1: cool yeah, what else you got Kelly? Sorry to cut you off. Sorry to cut you.
0: Off. No, that's fine. We're talking about Christmas.
1: Damn right, Christmas. You can talk about toys all you want. <laughs> I don't know
2: Christmas. Don't no give a fuck about Jesus. Man, I love Christmas.
1: Mary yeah. tells me. Mary tells me that her mom looked at my Amazon list and says, "So what? What he just? What is he? He only wants dolls." <laughs> 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 like for fuck years, yes, I only want dolls. Like for years and years, all that was on my Amazon list were black t-shirts, underwear, and gold bond ball spray. And I <laughs> I, fin- I finally put together like a gi- legit Amazon list, and I get, oh, what does he only want, dolls? <laughs> Why can't
2: we go back to just buying him ball spray? <laughs> I bought a bunch of ball spray last year in anticipation. <laughs>
1: Send the ball spray. I still want ball spray.
2: <laughs> A-, A plus uh, present for your in-laws, by the way. Nice. Oh, yeah. I, I should have brought that <laughs> up. I really enough love in our-, in our chat thread. I, I should have brought uh, that up. So- sorry, say, Kelly. So, genius.
1: So when we were in Ohio for Thanksgiving, we were at Mary's dad's house, and I'm looking around, and I see uh, pictures of Mary, pictures of Mary's sister, pictures of our nephew, pictures of Mary's uh, stepsister. And her stepsister's husband and uh, her stepsister's sons and Mary's step- stepbrother and Mary's stepbrother's wife, who he only married just this past year. Um, and I'm like, something's missing here. Not a single fucking picture of me in their entire house. So I said, you know what? We're going to do some Christmas trolling. We're going to get one of those multi-picture picture frames, and I'm going to put a bunch of pictures of me in it and send it to them as a Christmas present. So I got a picture of me holding up the fantasy football belt in India. Uh, I cropped Mary out of the picture where that we took with Carrie Fisher. Uh, there's the picture from the wedding where I cropped Mary out, all except for her shoulder. And then picture of me with uh, Minnie Mouse dressed as Princess Leia, and when I suggested to Mary that I cut crop her out of the pictures except for her, sh- her like shoulder, she laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> I was like, "All right, I got to do this." But then to cover my bases, underneath those pictures are like some actual like real pictures of me and my wife and our nephew and stuff. So it- it's not just a gag gift, but the gag is so sweet. Oh, like, the, the gag. Oh, is... Fantastic. And it is by far the present that I put the most work into. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
2: so good. So so good.
1: So so what are you getting, Kelly? What are you shopping for?
0: Uh well right now, if I'm being honest, my Amazon shopping for you guys right now at this very moment. Oh sweet.
1: shit. Uh, I can send you Amazon. I can send you I was gonna do it
4: earlier.
0: (laughs) But my, what I was working on for pretty much all day
1: it took much longer than I thought it would. I can send you a link to my Amazon wishlist. It's just a bunch of dolls, though. <laughs> <laughs> I should just buy you some dolls. Nice. No lie. Creepy generic baby
2: dolls. <laughs>
1: no lie. I've got a fanny pack with an uh, extender piece on my Amazon wishlist. Because I was I was thinking towards WrestleMania weekend and I was like, man, I need to get me a fanny pack, I need to get me some Zubaz. But that's solid. They don't sell Zubaz in my size, which is fucking stupid. They're sweatpants. Unacceptable. They're sweatpants, Zubaz.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And like Zubaz was started by the Road Warriors, essentially. He's just Zubaz in like sizes five times larger than the one you have. right? These are like, like Zubazz like a 9X. Right, exactly.
1: I'll pay the extra couple bucks for the extra fabric. I'm used to it.
2: I was digging around on Amazon today and the those damn, the new Transformers are out, the new Dinobots. I'm like, fucking hell. Those are things that are actually on my Christmas list. So I'm like, shit. Can't get those. They're called at me. <laughs> <The Yeah. folks laughs> select shipping
0: address, not send it to my ex, that's for sure. Oh. Oh, ho, ho,
4: ho.
2: <laughs> oh, that's not right. You don't want that. Yay. Yikes. Or maybe you do. Maybe just be nice.
0: Maybe. I mean, I'm a
2: nice boy. You're a nice boy. You're a spicy you're like, boy.
4: Yikes. We had it for a second. <laughs>
2: Jose, him out again.
1: Jose, seriously, drop off the call and come back. He just did. <laughs> did he really?
2: Yeah, my boy's but trying.
1: There, well, there was two Jose's for a minute.
0: He'll be back. <laughs> oh, now he dropped off completely. I'm really
1: I'm really looking forward to his segment where he runs through all these different songs from the Punisher soundtrack while we're only getting half of what he's saying.
4: It's
1: nope. gonna be a good oh.
3: join the calls. What? You couldn't join the call Squidward? word? <laughs> this whole podcast has matrix on it.
2: <laughs> it. You know what? It does might.
0: Yeah,
1: it sure does. That uh, one actually came through though, so Yeah, still not great. Check your settings. No. Check your settings on Hangouts. Check your settings on your laptop. Make sure everything matches. Maybe plug the microphone into a different USB port. Yeah. Cuz we, I'd well, like well, least... to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Do you? You seem like he seems like he really has a lot to say. You know there's those weeks where we get like 10 words total out of Jose. Like this <laughs> this week he seems fucking fired up. He prepared a whole segment.
2: He
4: did. That's true.
1: Like I want I want to hear what this motherfucker has to say. I'm not just trying to dog on him for having shitty audio.
2: Yeah, it's some day. so, some days you fucking brings the day game, and then the internet's like, "No, not today." <laughs>
3: it's the same audio I had when it was good. Sure.
2: Right.
3: <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> got him.
1: You just got to get in there real quick. You got to talk real fast when you're trying to get points across. <laughs> like, just like the no. micro machine guy.
0: But uh so, what? What else did I do with my week? I I watched uh, The Clash of the Champions on the award-winning WWE (laughs) Network, and it was trash.
1: One match he described as a (laughs) shitlog. Oh, no. I said it was, I can't even remember what, oh, it was the
0: the Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Nakamura and uh, Randy Orton with special guest referees Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan. I described it as a, one more, one final shit log on the trash fire that was WWE's twenty seventeen.
2: Why does a match need two special guest referees?
0: Oh, because uh, he the, uh, Shane wanted uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn out of the company, so Daniel Bryan was worried that he was going to screw him over. So he's like, you know what? I got this. I'll be referee too.
1: Uh Daniel Bryan took, huh. took kind of a, a a bump though which was cool to see. <laughs> Little teeny tiny baby bump. Not quite that the just, Maurice not quite that the that Maurice baby silly. bump but still a bump nonetheless.
2: No. I think the Maurice baby bump is nice the favorite thing about wrestling twitter this year.
1: Uh it's it's up there. It's it's pretty dope.
2: That just seems silly. like that it. Oh, it was like, awful. I don't, that, that isn't even like track is being a thing that makes sense.
1: Well, and you don't even know what the finish was, Lee.
2: <laughs> you know what? I don't, but I imagine it probably just gets worse. The finish was that uh, it
0: looked like the uh, S- Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens were going to win, and then Shane didn't count to three.
1: He counted two and then held his hand up and didn't count to three, and then... Uh, Sami Zayn got a pin on Orton, and uh, Brian did a fast count.
2: So Does that mean the good guys won? I don't know what's happening. Nah, no, no,
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, the bad guys won.
1: And now Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon are at odds. Who knows? One of them might have got. Just get Shane McMahon off of my TV. Like it was cool for. <laughs> it, was, it was cool for a couple months when he came back. But, like, there's way too much Shane McMahon going on. Like, there's yeah. more Shane McMahon than there than there is Stephanie McMahon these days. And that's saying something. Yeah, there's too much. He's got too much neck, too. Like, and he's always red and sweaty. He's got a pinhead and a giant, thick-ass dad neck. <laughs> <laughs> he's not good. He's not adding anything to the product. And he keeps wrestling,
2: and he needs to fucking stop. Okay, yeah. Somebody needs to tell Shane McMahon man that he's rich. <laughs> but uh, he wants
1: to jump off of things. Yeah, Ugh, well, fucking... jump off of things like that could be on the pre-show. How about that? <laughs> you, we can have like no,
0: no, no. He's a McMahon. That's got to be the main event.
1: We can have Shane McMahon do like a, a Super Dave bit in every pre-show of the pay-per-view, <laughs> or on or on Talking Smack. Talking Smack. Talk about it. Oh, that sounded kind of good. T-
2: and t- man, that's me. it. Tell the me. Headphone. Oh, no, here we go.
1: <laughs> nah, he, bro- he broke up there for a second. Almost. For a split minute. But yeah, guess- so
0: that, uh, that show was real, real hot trash. Yeah. <laughs>
1: But it was WWE week, week, Kelly. Come on. Did you watch all the WWE week programming? I didn't watch any of it. What's WWE week? Oh, they did Raw.
2: Every week, WWE
1: week? They did Raw. on. (laughs) Well, this was on USA. They did Raw on Monday, SmackDown on Tuesday. Then they aired NXT on USA for the first time ever on Wednesday. Then they had WWE Tribute to the Troops on Thursday. And then on Friday... Uh, Vince McMahon uh shit something out and they recorded that and put it on USA. And then uh, the fiery Yule shitlog of Clash of Champions on Sunday.
2: <laughs> Too much subpar wrestling. But
1: they are gonna do a women's Royal Rumble this year, so that can't cool. wait for
0: Stephanie to win.
4: <laughs> Look,
0: mm-hmm. all those women are lucky that James Ellsworth isn't employed by the company anymore, <laughs> or else he was going to be winning.
1: <laughs> they could bring back Santina.
0: Oh my god. But you know what wasn't a trash fire? Uh, this past weekend, the uh, good old Big Japan Wrestling held their annual Death Vegas event. And the main event... I'm gonna is to slow that
2: down for been... people listening at home. The man just said death Vegas
0: (laughs) (laughs) and the uh, main event of Masashi Takeda defending the death match title against uh, Masaya Takahashi is probably going to be one of my top 10 favorite matches of the year it was a I'll read the full stipulation title it was a bloody dangerous Christmas for death match fluorescent light tubes tree and glass plate and alpha death match
2: God
0: (laughs) <laughs> it was great. There was a Christmas tree made of light tubes. There was a plate of glass that had Merry Christmas artfully written across it. Then it had like tinsel and shit drawn onto it. It was very festive. Jesus. And let me tell you something. The very first thing that happened in the match was the challenger grabbed a bucket that one of his, uh, his ring like his buddies was holding and dumped it out on the floor or not the floor, the ring. And it was just full of broken glass. So they didn't even have to break any light tubes. And it was already oh, that's just shattered.
2: That's, that's nice and efficient. Yeah.
0: So then, you know, Takeda is just like, yo, you're going to do that. Check this out. And he just takes a flat back bump and was immediately bleeding. So let's say if it was a first blood match, it would have been done in like 30 seconds. Jesus Christ. Tremendous match. I will say like, it was just an awesome, strong style dudes slapping each other match that just so happened to be surrounded by broken glass. Jesus! Fantastic! One of, Jesus. easily one of my favorite matches of the year.
2: So, thank you, luck. Death Vegas will come to uh, New Orleans in <laughs> in April. We can <laughs> do something real special. Hey,
0: if Nick Gage is gonna be at that Joey Janela spring break, Lord knows what's gonna happen. <laughs> it sounded
4: like you said
2: Joey Janela.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh my! You know what? Maybe we do know. I know his preferences. I know his life. Goddamn, fucking Nick Gage. Lord. So we got Jose back, or no? I'm here. Oh, all right. So what's going on, here,
3: Jose? I was fucking busy
2: fucking busy the man says uh
3: no name but it was somebody's birthday that i know it was that can be literally anyone it was <laughs> it was
1: me uh oh was, you you celebrated my friend joey's birthday
3: yeah Jewie janela <laughs> happy birthday Jewey. uh it was a lady's birthday so it's it, part of the birthday f- festivities book of mormon was, was one of them um and then we went and saw the nutcracker because that's one of the things she digs since a kid. So we never- like the ballet, yeah. All right, it was, it's a ballet. Uh, got some really terrible. sweet seats, Road G. Uh, the cool thing was that you know it was close, you can actually see like faces and make shit out and stuff like that. But Watch the nuts get cracked. Well, since you say that, the (laughs) downside of sitting ten rows away from the front of a ballet is when the lead does have giant balls. And that's all you see. Because like he'll hit a pose. And it's like, you know, the spandex, the leotards, or whatever. And then, you know, just all this late muscle definition and then just a big old fucking nutsack. <laughs> At one point, she leans over to me, like, thanks for the seats. Like, all I see is balls right now. <laughs> so, that was kind of cool. But, <laughs> <coughs> that part was. So, it's, um, they, they say it's voted, like, top five nutcrackers in the United States so so it's supposed to be a big one. so it opens at you know the, the Christmas party there's a bunch of kids there there's a bunch of parents there the kids are ethnic which is cool ethnic kids alright but you got no ethnic parents so whose kids are these what are we trying to say and
2: so we got a whole bunch of kids of various races and nationalities there's a bunch of just why do Cracker people take care of them?
3: I don't know. They all know what's going on here.
1: Oh, God. This part all right.
3: was all right. in front I, of us.
0: I don't like where this is going.
3: <laughs> is who, uh, I'd say, old 50, early 60 Asian couple. And everyone's having a blast. The show's great. Everything's good. And then there's a part where, like, different countries are represented. Uh, and they do a dance. For the fairy plum Queen and <laughs> the Shit the credits nuts. Fuck like I'm there So uh, The scene before it The dance number ended Fade to black That's what they do You know the, the quick Now you're in a different country Different backstage Different dance Fade out of black And front and center Playing the Asian kid A fucking black dude And these fucking Asian guys, this Asian couple just die laughing for like five (laughs) fucking minutes. Because it was supposed to be representing China. So it's full out Chinese, like kind of, you know, ballet music. They're all dressed Asian. And it's just a black guy playing an Asian, just doing it up. Which is weird because last year they had an Asian. Like they had this whole little Asian... Somebody must have got sick is all I'm saying. <laughs> Every time the, the Asians would come out led by the black Asian, these Asian guys would just fucking die laughing. So it was just great watching them just look at each other. Like, and, and it was, they were the only two people. It was kind of like when we went and saw OutKast at House of Blues where there was two black people in the front row. Yeah. And the rest of the crowd... There was two like they even like looked around and was like god (laughs) damn We had a cast ludicrous concert and there's only two black people here. Y'all a bunch of cool ass white people. (laughs) They said they're coming back, they never did. They never did. When only two black people show up at your show.
1: Hey, that shit was sold out though.
3: It was. So that was cool. That was fun. We did that. um, Went and had dinner with with her family. Did some family time. Saw some Star Wars. Oh, that's right. Which I guess we'll be getting into. Um, I wouldn't call it the greatest movie ever made, but I liked it. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. I'm just saying. I'm just getting that out there. Yeah, we're not talking about it, but here's my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just fucking doing it up. Now I'm here. Started started from last Monday. Now we're here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking a, right on.
3: So yeah, good. Let's
4: uh, hmm. Sound
2: good? and you did sound
4: good. hey and- sound good, yeah, right? you sound great. Eh. It,
3: it's the it's the headphones. I no, guess.
1: it's still right. go, it's still going it's, in and out. I, I don't know what you guys are saying that he sounds great. Well, he sounds
2: good.
3: Everybody sounds like shit hmm. from from here.
2: Oh, well, that might be you. there I don't know. But he sounds he sounds okay. I mean, he's definitely he's there. Put it that way. So before we take a break, move on to Star Wars talk. Uh, Jose prepped a little something something for us this week. want not you tell us what what we got, Jose?
3: All right. So I kind of mentioned it last show how I think it was nice in the video that people put down like little template tr- tracks of songs that already pre-exist as, Hey, this is the feel I want a quick edit to this track. And then we'll have the composer score. Tyler Bates, who did the punishment soundtrack got busted for the 300 for ripping off songs too close. So before watching the Punisher, I found the full soundtrack, and I'm listening to it. And there's songs, and this was before I even—this was before I knew Tyler Bates did it. So now it makes even more sense. Songs that, like, I've heard that before. Some are, ones completely blatantly obvious, and some like I well, two, you'll you'll hear it. So up first is well,
2: in uh, luck, this one gets pulled off of YouTube. I hope it doesn't.
4: What happens. Oh They're yeah
3: short. Oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> right, well, We're about to test you YouTube <laughs> So it it It's the um, Original part That I say They the, A snippet of the part I say they borrowed from And then this, There's five seconds of silence And then it jumps into the next clip Which is from the Punisher soundtrack Alright this is short enough It might be okay All right, let's
1: see what happens. All right, I'll I'll go ahead and play this, and and you kind of vamp over top of it.
3: So this is, the track is called "The Turnaround." I say this sounds like stealing fat from the Fight Club soundtrack. This is a scene where Tyler Durden and Jack, he actually goes with him for the first time when he's showing him how he gets his product to make the soap, and it's kind of like a little jazzy. Number with a couple of silent breaks, which in the film is, you know, they're ducking and dodging security guard. So the silent break. The oh, so There was a kind of a scene like that where he's kind of creeping around and then doing shit like that. Hit it, DJ.
2: Okay, so this is the one from Fight Club. It
1: sounds like some fucking Zoot Suit Riot,
2: right?
3: No, no, that's the Punisher one.
2: Oh, Jesus. Okay. What?
1: What? We'll start from the
3: beginning.
2: What?
1: Had you not heard any of this? I did.
3: What I'm saying is, is that sounded like the Punisher part, not the Fight Club song.
1: You put the Fight Club song first, and I already played that part. While
3: you were talking about it, well, how is anyone supposed to hear it if I'm talking
2: about <laughs> it? <clears throat> I suppose it keeps on the up and up with the YouTube. Yeah,
1: talking over it helps us getting from getting pulled the copyright pull. So, and then I started playing it again, and you just sat on it, and
2: you're like, what's going on? What's happening? I'm, to be fair, it's actually it's kind of tough to hear music through the, the Google Hangout, really.
3: Yeah, I don't know, who music's playing.
2: Yeah. So maybe we don't. Maybe, maybe oh 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 maybe this. You is guys a good, can uh, hear Sounders. Uh, can't, uh, can't. This is a good separate YouTube thing. Comic books, the ink comes off
1: on your hands.
4: Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. You heard
1: well, that, hey, You heard that? Heard right? That? Did you guys not hear the music when I was playing it?
3: Yeah, you can
4: yeah, hear. It. Like,
1: yeah, Once but when you it.
3: start talking, everything goes in and out. You can't. Yeah.
2: So, and that, that's your fault. That's kind of the way it's always been. Even when you play the breaks, the same thing happens. Yeah. So,
3: like I said, maybe this is a separate
2: thing for uh, for the YouTubes. That might, that's, pretty, that's a pretty solid idea. Because I'm, I'm legit interested in this, but I don't think we can do it right now. <laughs> Good work, Jose. <laughs> no, fucking great work, but we, re- but we really can't hear it. <laughs> so, it's, so it's not going to work. <laughs> fucking sucks. Stupid Google Hangouts. No, I take it back. Google Hangouts is great. It's free. We love it. Don't take it away from us. Yeah. I take it back. I didn't mean that. I just spoke out in anger and frustration. Because I really want to hear what the fuck's going on here. Because I'm very interested in what's happening. I'm sorry, Google. So yeah, let's work this out. Maybe we maybe we'll put something together uh, in the future and just fucking break this guy's balls.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, playing music while we're talking. Bum, bum. Bum, bum. Oh, T- god damn it. Tito set an alarm. But he's not going to be able to make it on the show tonight. He's too tired. His power steering went out on his car, so he had to go buy a new car. So he's exhausted. So he's not going to be able to make the show tonight. But he told me to wish Jose good luck in the finals uh, of Pop Fantasy Football next week. Because it will be... I thought it was over. It will be a Brown Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. Jose versus Tito. Tito told me to wish Jose good luck. And I told Tito... I will not wish him good luck. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what, guys?
3: That staying in Orlando, motherfuckers.
0: I'm actually Team Jose. I want Jose to win because staying hey, big. I don't want to lose. I don't want the guy that beat me to lose.
3: Yeah, if and lose, that guy better go on and win. If Kelly beat me, I would want Kelly to go win.
0: Exactly, and a victory for Jose is victory for eggnog. Victory for the asterisk. Oh. Well, Victory yeah. for eggnog. If Jose wins... You need wins, to take out that eggnog hating bastard Tito.
4: If
1: Jose wins, good luck ever seeing that belt again, because he's going to end up putting it in storage and we'll never see it.
3: <laughs> I put it in my fucking trophy case belts.
1: Oh, you mean uh, uh, U-Store on uh, Americana? I think Knives should be tasked with holding on to the belt. Oh, I like that idea. Like that kinda that bitch like, is coming with me. Kind of like the keeper of the cup. Yeah. Like, I think the belt should just be vacated. I think it should be held up, and we should wait until Vince McMahon restarts the XFL, and then we can move it over
2: to the XFL. How about that? I think you just send it to me, and I'll hold on to it until next year, <laughs> cause the season has an asterisk next to it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm okay with that.
3: No, I'm going to take both belts. <laughs> Give me my other fucking belt.
1: But yeah, uh, Jose beat uh, Kelly in a squeaker, and Tito also beat Mel in a squeaker. And you know what, who else won this week? Me. So I'm not the worst. I'm not in last place. You oh, did man. it. That's all I need. <laughs> We're not the worst. We're not exactly, the worst. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This so, was
0: the one week I should have had Eli in.
1: And if I had, I would have won. Uh, so that Kerouac Cup is going to be between Juan and Gino. And we Give all, it to him, Gino. And we all know when Gino uh, lands in last place, he never responds to any Kerouac punishments. He doesn't listen to the podcast. He doesn't so interact. So Juan loses either way. Yeah, he doesn't listen <laughs> to the podcast. He doesn't interact on Facebook. So Juan. Uh, good luck with your punishments in 2018, again. Uh, John in the chat says, Question I saw on Twitter, asking if you drink eggnog warm or cold.
4: Cold.
2: Oh. Cold, ugh. I think if Egg- you drink eggnog warm, they will get fucking
4: sick. <laughs> yeah. One
3: piece of ice.
1: Oh. I don't oh. do any ice, I just
3: like a small get out of the Oh, fridge.
1: you're a, you're a fancy lady putting you <laughs> yeah, also put ice in your uh, red wine. Every
3: sip is nice and cold.
1: What a refrigerator's for.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to chug my eggnog, but I always want every sip to be cold. So you just put a little one, one cube of ice. Do it up. Fucking eggnog on the rocks.
2: Nog on the rock The rock nog. Mm. But, you know, I can't say warm
0: eggnog is entirely disgusting because I do use it as coffee creamer.
3: Well, yeah, but that's just you're flavoring something else. You're not like yeah. drinking warm eggnog. You put eggnog in your coffee, right? Warm eggnog, I think. Will give you the same shits warm milk
2: would. <laughs> but warm no, milk- I, I kind of tend to agree.
1: Warm
3: yeah, why? Why is, why a is this the question?
1: Warm milk is a thing, though it's a, it's a way to get yourself well, heated? to Heated
3: Okay, okay, okay. Are we talking like heated on the stove, or are we talking like it's been out?
1: Well, and don't just set warm? it out. Don't set it out. No. oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. This eggnog's been uh, fermenting on my uh, windowsill for nine days. Oh, I think God. it's perfect.
3: I've I've never had or heard of warm eggnog. Oh. But you've I'm heard not of for it.
1: you've heard of warm milk, right?
3: Well, yeah, warm milk puts you to bed, Baba. <laughs> <laughs> uh.
4: Exactly. <laughs> right? Decided yes. the that
2: there's no point in trying to maintain any kind of a diet regimen the next couple of weeks cuz we're going to fucking Chicago. We're going to Portillo's Friday. And getting pizza Saturdays, a fuck it. So that means...
3: It it's the holidays, man. I mean,
2: nog season is on. I'm going to fucking hit up the nog at some point. I've had, I've had zero nogs.
3: Whoa. Whoa. Fix somebody it. might have a gift for somebody. Oh, it is not uh, no
2: lie, we stopped in
1: an ABC liquor uh, to look for gifts for people. Uh, didn't end up finding anything, but they did have a bottle of eggnog with the rum in it already. And I thought about uh, sending that to Tito for Christmas.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked when up. But Mary
1: was like, that's mean. That's mean. I was like, yeah, it's mean, but it's also, like, fun. It's, you know, like. Yeah,
2: but look, like at that point, you're just throwing money down the tubes.
1: I mean, yeah, but
2: it's. it's the, it might be worth it for the bit.
1: Right, right. Like, if it's like a $7 bottle of Nog with sure, booze in sure. it, that might be worth it. Fair point. Fair point. I give that. But yeah, cold cold as possible nog. Maybe even in a frosty mug. Oh, you know the frosty mug. You know what Get I'm talking? Know. I don't know about the ice cube like this old
3: lady. <laughs> Not like a bunch of ice, just like a half a cube.
2: Oh, maybe. We'll see. We'll revisit this oh. next episode. You know, we, need, we need to get some Nog. We all need to have us some Nog at the ready. Uh, we'll record a special episode tomorrow. It's going to be very important. That's I got right. some. That's right.
1: I ain't wasting it by heating it up.
2: No, hell no. I've
1: had okay. opportunities to buy.
3: By the time it gets to you, it'll be nice and warm.
1: I, I've had opportunities <laughs> to buy Nog recently, but if it ain't Hood, I, I ain't into it. And apparently, Hood. The only place you can get it is at the Walmart neighborhood market around oh, here.
3: Somebody might be being visited by the hood claws. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, seriously.
4: Fucking
3: hell. All
2: right, let's take us a break. We'll come back. We'll talk about Star Wars. Uh, Yeah. And then come back the fuck out of here. Because getting late. Or maybe I'm just tired. Could be the one.
4: No, I'm to write. It is
2: 1120. God, damn, yeah, we're back in a minute. Love you. Bye. BREAK! Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T.panelsonpage.com. T-shirt started just ten bucks and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on, help us keep the podcast going, help us keep the side side up. And get you a pretty cool t-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, com. 24-hour limited edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast.
1: I think uh, even though we're not doing a news segment this week, I think it would be remiss not to mention that uh, the Disney Fox purchase did go through last week on Thursday. A lot of talk on the internet about that. Um. It's going to be a while before, you know, we see any effects of it, so let's not get too excited, you know, but you better fucking believe uh, that if Sony and Marvel made a deal for Spider-Man in February of 2015 and Spider-Man showed up in Civil War in uh, May of 2016, that we'll, we'll be seeing some X-Men and some Fantastic Four before not too long.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like
1: some people, I don't want to point fingers or name names, say that it's going to be 5 to 10 years before we see any of these characters. Like no. I th- I think I think it'll probably be 1 to 2 years. Like they say that the merger is supposed to take a year, year and a half, you know, with all the government oversight, whatnot. Sure. Okay. But I think it's very likely that we can have a post-credit scene in Infinity War 2 that introduces maybe the Fantastic Four and definitely some uh, cosmic characters, maybe like an Annihilus or a Galactus or something showing up in Guardians 3 in 2020. I mean, I th- I I think that's almost a fucking lock.
2: Oh, for sure. Because
1: honestly, I'm hoping Guardians
0: Three is Annihilation.
1: Uh, who knows? It it might be. But then again, how far into writing Guardians Three was James Gunn already? But then again, he loves Annihilation, <laughs> so he might yeah he might wipe his ass with that original script. <laughs> One thing, besides the obvious, and like I've seen, some people suggest that, oh, we'll never see Deadpool and uh, and Captain America on screen together. I'm like, really? It'll like the entire time? That's <laughs> that's fucking leaving money on the table. And with a, a, a lot of people's problems with bringing these characters in is how to explain where they've been or why they're just showing up now. With Deadpool, the fucking reason is built into the character. He breaks the fourth wall so he can show up wherever the fuck he wants in whatever movie.
4: We'll
3: probably see Deadpool before anybody.
1: Uh, I don't know.
2: I've I've been on mute this whole time. I'm back. Sorry.
1: (laughs) No, no. We got you. We got you. Did you have any hot takes while I was talking that entire time?
2: No, I'm just saying that, you know, the internet almost broke its neck trying to suck its own dick talking about the merger last week.
1: And I do feel like it is possible to be excited for X-Men Fantastic Four Deadpool coming into the proper Marvel Cinematic Universe and also be wary of a huge corporate merger like this. Like, you can be apprehensive about it. And be bummed that there's going to be like five to 10,000 10, jobs lost. Oh yeah, people losing their goddamn jobs. But still, be stoked about you know some of the cool shit that we're going to see. This Fox was going under no matter what. Someone was going to buy them out.
2: See, I and, you know I could give a fuck about the X Men at this point coming over unless they just scorch the earth and start all over again, which they probably will have to.
1: Um, know? I came up with a concept that could bring the X-Men into the MCU. Uh, it, it's a little far-fetched, but... I
2: don't want no Fastbender. <clears throat> I don't want no... and uh, I don't want no McAvoy. None of them. <laughs> well, either no way. No
1: Macklemore. Either, either no way. Macklemore.
2: No Iggy Azalea.
1: If they keep the same cast or they go with a new cast, my idea is you do a reverse House of M, and it's been... Remember uh, when Sentry came back a few like ten years ago, and the story was that uh, everyone had like was under mind control and had forgotten about him. Was it, it? Made him forget. Right. Yeah. Right. So Scarlet Witch made like a an opposite House of M, and completely erased the X Men from this reality and then you can tie that into her being a mutant, you can bring fucking Quicksilver in, you can have her be Magneto's daughter and and just all of a sudden we get the X-Men back. They've been there the entire time. This this MCU is a is an alternate universe or whatever. And then you can also set up for Scarlet Witch being like a big bad at some point. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: don't love it. <laughs> I mean, it could work. I wouldn't be a huge fan of it, but it'd be a decent enough way to explain it.
1: Well, with the reality bending powers of, you've got Scarlet Witch, you've got the Infinity Gauntlet, uh, Doctor Strange can move between dimensions. Like, it's not that hard to bring the X-Men in. No. Like I always said, the Fantastic Four have been in space this entire time. Well, yeah, that's
2: easy enough. One that you can do anytime. That's the thing too. Like I like where are the X Men, like, that makes sense because it's a race of people. But you can do the Fantastic Four anytime. Right. You know, they don't have to they could, you know, fucking that ship would go up in space tomorrow and it'd be fine, you know?
1: Yeah, I like the idea that the ship went up like the same week that Tony Stark came out and announced he was Iron Man. You
2: could do that, too. 1,000%, yeah. Because they said, what, that the Captain Marvel movie is going to be set in the 90s, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, why not?
1: So they've just been out there, stuck in space,
2: you know, bickering so with each come, other. Like, after being essentially marooned right? with crazy-ass powers and like, fuck, now they're superheroes? What yeah. the shit? Yeah, and they've been
1: fighting mole men and, and whatever for... for you know, 10 years.
4: Oh,
2: moleman on the moon.
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Moon moleman <laughs> Moon Mole Man. There you go. So, Star Wars. So, Star Wars. All right. So, real quick. Just kind of like fucking your, you know, two-sentence review or whatever.
0: So, I'm going to mute myself while I eat cookies.
2: You guys have fun. <laughs> good call. Good call. But feel free to
1: insert your hot takes, you know, about Darth Vader's pocket dogs and all that.
2: Yeah, it's very important. So I liked it. Didn't love it. Liked it. It's really long. And you don't need the middle part at all. And that's kind of shitty storytelling. It is
1: long. The middle part, uh, as a whole, is inconsequential. Like it changes nothing about the, the story. Whole,
3: the, the whole Finn story—that's
1: what—that's what, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. We're talking about the, the whole Finn Rose plot was inconsequential to the greater story.
3: Finn completely out of that movie, and nothing changes. Right. Every scene cut, everything out of him, nothing changes. That being said, I enjoyed
1: all of that stuff, even though it really had no bearing on the overall plot.
2: I dug it. I dug it all. I liked it. Well, that's the I, thing. I did not dislike it. Like everything else, that it's all working. Like the the performances are fantastic, and like, everything looks amazing. But just. When it's that unnecessary, I can't help but just think it's just kind of a shitty way to tell that story. The
1: space donkeys running through the casino planet did have some prequel taste to them, a little bit. But... And and as far as it being long, it was definitely long, but... And I'm... We saw it at 9.45 at night, but I was I was wide awake for the whole thing. and I wasn't... Twisted in my seat or nothing.
2: What do you think, Jose? What's your your quick take? What do you think? Uh, Who, me? No, Jose.
3: I I liked it. I I heard somebody say when we left, it was one of his favorite movies of all time.
1: Well, that that was a (laughs) fucking fanboy, man. Like, you can't say that immediately after seeing a movie.
3: (laughs) But, like, I wouldn't go that far. It was good. I liked it. It definitely had problems. It had some issues. They still bitched out Captain Phasma. She uh, got a
2: fight scene,
3: though. She got a fucking jerk-off fight scene. It was garbage.
2: I, I, I think that that's the only reason that that whole Finn thing happened, was that he could fight Phasma.
3: Probably. Yeah, but it, it's a bullshit lead-up, and it's a fucking garbage follow-through it, 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 the whole Finn... I would rather... I have no problem with Finn as a character. and do more than chase his tail around in a circle with a groupie. And um, why Poe just yelling at everybody?
2: <laughs> he was
1: very intense.
3: Why?
2: Like, all the shit with Finn. Like, basically... 80% of the conflict, until they get to the fucking, you know, other planet, would have been completely excised if Laura Dern wasn't being an asshole, and if Finn wasn't being an asshole. Poe, you but, mean. Like, Poe, Why mean. are
3: you everyone keeping secrets?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Why, if he was like, what the fuck? This is crazy. If she just went, no, it's cool. We're going to go over there. Right.
3: He'd yeah. be like, oh. Yeah, here's the plan. Oh, the. Like they didn't bug the ship, and they were listening, and you <laughs> had to play it off, and. You know, you're putting on this play where they think you're doing one thing because they're listening to you. Tell the brother what's going on Suppose so not just yelling at everybody. Yeah, I... Like to the point uh, where
2: when they pull guns on them, and she's not like, wait, idiot, this is what we're doing. Like, none of that shit happens.
3: <laughs> no, we're going to make you think I'm the bad guy. Gotcha.
2: Yeah, the
1: whole Poe-Holdo interaction and storyline was the weakest part of the movie for me.
3: Yeah, I loved all the fucking all the Ray, the Kylo, the Luke shit. I loved all of
4: that.
1: that. Motherfucker, Kylo Ren. Ray Kylo facetiming using the Force was by far my favorite thing in the movie. I thought it was really good.
3: But everything else just seemed weak, and like they just carried characters over to this movie because they were in the last one. It didn't. Fe- they didn't feel like they had. Any worth doing,
2: yeah. And that's probably fair to say. Like
3: you know, a good- I do like th- this is the order I got him. I got it. Rogue One.
2: <laughs> Rogue One is really good. <laughs> I like Rogue One a lot.
1: Rogue One is so boring, and he's gone. <laughs> he he's fucking gone. praised Rogue One, and Google Hangouts murdered itself. What the fuck? He, that's what he
2: gets, I guess. But like this, the, like all the, all the Finn, uh, Finn, uh, Kylo, uh, who I just will almost exclusively refer to as that motherfucker Kylo Ren because <laughs> he killed Han Solo, uh, the Ray Luke, that, like, that's what people came for, right? Like that, yeah. That's what people showed up. That's what people wanted to see, but they really need to pat out a movie. So let's put Ron Weasley and Poe in the low speed chase for like an hour and a half
1: yeah that kind of sucks that's too bad you know it was Uh, kind of fucked up to see some of those ships just kind of fall off by the wayside because they just ran out of gas which
2: that's fucking dumb too so it's like okay the plan is if we just get a little bit too far from the big ships the little ships can't get us anymore it's like what (laughs) what That doesn't make any sense. Like, what? What's to keep a TIE fighter from fucking them up just because they're a little bit further away? That just seems kind of silly. It doesn't make a lot of sense. It was
1: something about uh, the TIE fighters not having uh, the—I uh,
2: forget the word. See, I feel like if you, I mean, if you hit them enough, like, it would do something. Well, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, and uh, then that the passage of time is weird too it's just like you know they keep going on about giving specifically hey you know we only got like 18 hours of fuel in these fucking ships meanwhile Ray's having like a 5 day summer camp with Luke Skywalker in what appears to be the same amount of time so That's kind of unclear and again just speaks to this kind of weird storytelling things like all the performances are great the character work is good, like, it all looks really cool, but it's just needs—it's just, it's just not tight. Uh, Mel in the chat asks, someone explain
1: to me how Leia woke up in space and pimp floated over to the door.
2: <laughs> that was weird, but
1: I loved it.
2: <laughs> that was weird. Oh, yeah, like, because, again, that motherfucker Kylo Ren killed Han Solo. And so I'm like, oh, this motherfucker's going to kill Leia, too? I hate this son of a bitch <laughs> even more than ever but then she lived. I'm okay with that. So... Uh, it's
1: kind of a bummer on one hand that they Oh, no,
2: guys. Didn't you hear Leia died?
0: <laughs>
1: it's like, it happened. What was that this year? It was uh, December 27th of last year. All the coat caught up to her. Yeah.
2: All the coat. It up sure her.
1: did. Uh, it's kind of a bummer that they didn't just go ahead and, you know, end her in that scene instead of turning in, her into space. Super Leia. But then again, we wouldn't have gotten her scene with uh, Luke's hologram. (laughs) But having the the Leia-Luke scene was awesome. And I would have hate to lost that just because she passed away. But also, now there's no Han. There's no Luke. There's no hope. There's no jobs. There's no cash. And Leia's still alive,
2: but... The actress has passed away, so... See, but I don't think that we've seen the last of Luke by a long shot. Oh, no.
1: He'll, he'll fucking Obi-Wan it for sure.
2: Yeah, yeah definitely.
3: roasted marshmallows with Homeboy. Anything's possible. Fucking I was so
2: happy when Yoda showed up, you guys.
1: My mouth was fucking- so wide when Yoda showed up. <laughs> he showed up, and he was a goddamn Muppet. And he was insane. <laughs> <laughs> insane puppet ghost Yoda saying... Mm, burn this motherfucker down, we will <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, He's like, Oh fuck that tree you will Yeah. Like, oh what you are you ready? gonna, you gonna yeah, didn't read that shit You gonna burn down our fucking library? Alright <laughs> Lightning motherfucker Let's party Luke <laughs> Oh, oh Yoda made me so happy you guys Yoda is an said, example. I
3: brought, I stole some stash from Ben Kenobi. <laughs>
1: There's, like, Force Awakens gets criticized for having too much fan service in it and being a carbon copy of A New Hope. Which I f- I like Force Awakens a lot, but it
2: basically is A New Hope.
1: Oh, no. Agreed. I feel like Last Jedi has a bunch of great fan service in there. You get Luke. You get Leia. You get Yoda. You get all kinds of fucking harkens back to the original trilogy, but then they fucking subvert so much of it and do weird stuff with the story, with the themes. The fact that one of the first scenes Luke is in, he's milking a giant prosthetic sea cow on the side of a mountain. And you see, you see the udders. That might be one of the weirdest things I've ever seen in a star Wars movie. And I. He looks up at Ray with like a blue milk mustache, like, do something. I fucking loved it. <laughs> yeah.
4: So he was bizarre. a different.
3: Oh, what? That whole scene with Poe was almost like a fucking uh, um, robot chicken sketch.
1: Oh, uh, where it was. Uh, he was on hold, essentially? Yeah.
3: Okay, I'll wait.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I yeah, like cause... that they carried over because uh, Force Awakens started with some. Poe banter doing some Han Solo-y type uh, snark. So I, I was cool with that. It, man. Luke
3: was the shit. Yeah. I love this. And that that's why I love. I I liked it. I like this a lot, but that's why I love Rogue One the most out of the new shit because we finally got to see the Vader we saw in the prequels. And I, that, that's what has that a notch above the
1: that's fucking five minutes of that movie but
3: it's such
2: a
1: good vibe. it's great
3: it's great i love it but it's that five minutes is better than any vader we got combined And
2: anything but a comic book right yeah for sure
3: so we finally getting that was the and i love rogue one you hate rogue one to begin with so it could have been 40 minutes and you'd still would be like "Eh
4: -eh." (laughs) a vader
1: I would have, if it was just a Vader movie, I would have preferred it.
3: They, they could have had Kelsey Grammar as beat in that. You'd still would have been like,
1: eh. I don't understand where you're coming from with that because my problem with Rogue One is it's fucking boring and you don't care about any of the characters and they're all bland and uninteresting and and you have no connection to them when they all get fucking vaporized. Sure, Darth Vader's great and he does some cool shit with a lightsaber, but that's five minutes, and it's essentially the deleted scene from the beginning of A New Hope. <laughs> and then you lead into weird, uncanny valley Princess Leia. I like the movie. I know you did. And that's one of the things I've said on Twitter, is there is... It, the Last Jedi is divisive. People hate
4: it. <laughs> like okay, here's, the
2: thing. here's the thing. I'll tell you right now. like I have... All I've seen are fucking headlines and Twitter people talking about, you know, fucking petitions to have it removed from canon and shit like that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. like, but like, I don't read any of that shit because I, I, I can't, I can't, like, I, I can't be bothered to read somebody's fucking think piece about The Last
1: Jedi. I just can't
4: <laughs> do it. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking
2: CBR do CBR has had at least 30 different articles
1: about The Last Jedi in the past five days. Yeah,
2: and I fucking cannot
4: go on with that
1: shit. <laughs> they had it. a headline on Friday morning that was... Uh, uh, bet, uh, the Last Jedi cameo that no one expected. I was like, you motherfuckers. That shit came out last night. Was Fuck it Hulk not. Hogan? No, it was Yoda.
3: <laughs> Eat your fireman's brothers!
2: <laughs> but, like, so maybe one of you... gonna call him Space me. N-Words. Don't do... <laughs> because, again, like, you know... I liked it just fine. Like my, and like all my problems with it are just like weird pacing things, and like from a storytelling standpoint, this doesn't make any sense. And like, you know, maybe I would have liked to find out I don't know anything about Snoke before he died. Like, well,
3: is he dead though? Is he pretty dead? sure? Like <laughs> we thought Darth Maul was pretty sure dead. Well, okay, cut it. I mean, he's... and that—that's one thing I do not want to see. Is I don't want to see this whole fucking. Everyone dies, but they come back. Like, Captain Fantasia, dead. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to see that character again. You're, you're wasting the character, and you're not doing shit with it. And you killed her. I don't want to see him again. In regards, Snoke should yeah. be dead. I don't want to see him. But Snoke's probably not dead. They can't Unless...
2: look away in pieces.
1: In regards like, to I'm Snoke.
2: In I think he's pretty safe to say he's dead.
1: Mary, Mary, I don't know. Darth Vader fell in lava. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Mm-hmm. We were, uh, they had all the originals on TNT this past weekend. We were watching Return of the Jedi, and Mary made the point. Because a lot of people are complaining that Force Awakens sets up Snoke as this mysterious character. And a bunch of people over the past two years have made Snoke theories. Like, who is Snoke? What is Snoke? What's his story? So on and so forth. He makes it halfway through The Last Jedi, gets cut in half. And we don't really learn much more about Snoke. What did you know about the Emperor in Return of the
2: Jedi? before he got thrown down yeah, a fucking mineshaft. But, like, for me, that's not quite the same thing because, like, he's the Emperor, right? He's right there. Like, he's the fucking Emperor, and that's all great. And then, like, sometime between Return of the Jedi and Force Awakens, like, there's a new Empire with a new dude, and, like, it's never been explained to us at all. Oh, well, we'll get the animated series for that. <laughs> Just oh, wait. Uh, maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like so so like
3: what was Sno- hell
2: is so terrible about this that nerds are losing their goddamn minds the, it's like it's fine the what i've seen is
1: uh first of all there was no answers about snoke because you know people spent 2 years creating their own theories about who snoke is
3: well that's fucking on you guys uh i agree <laughs> You know what? Like, ain't nobody asked you to build him a backstory. They. They said, here's the movie. Check it out. They essentially threw out
1: the thread about who Ray's parents are. Again. Oh no! Well, I yeah. love that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. I fucking love that, too. But I feel like it's very possible that Kylo Ren was bullshitting her. But I but love it.
2: it. The implication being that she kind of knows it, too. You know? Like, yeah.
1: I love it as is. Like, be, uh, again. Two years, people have been working on theories about who's Ray's parents are. For them to just say, "Oh, they're just a couple of drunk, dirt bags from Jakku who no, sold I you for some it. meth money," that's great. Yeah, and and that moment where he's like, "I'm gonna tell you about your parents," and everybody goes quiet, and everybody's like, "All right, here it comes." He's like, "Just a couple of drunks." Drunks. I'm like, "Oh, nice." The just the way they yeah. subverted that, so people are disappointed that disappointed. she's Typical not. She's not a Kenobi. She's not a Skywalker. She's not Palpatine's daughter. She doesn't fucking have to be. That's genius. I love and that. People are not happy with the portrayal of Luke. What? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and like the well, the, the, the dismissal the of the Force and the Jedi. Like, uh, if, if you stand back, I didn't get this until after seeing it. If you step back, a lot of the themes in the Last Jedi are. Stop holding on to the past. It's not about fucking destiny. It's not about who your parents are. Look t- yeah, yeah, towards yeah. the future. Like, burn that shit down, Pookie. Quit worrying about the past. And that's that was an indictment of Star Wars fans, essentially. <laughs> it's Snoke. You guys,
0: it- I love this movie right now. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Race storyline, something Abrams wanted to continue, and then we got a new guy, and he's okay. kind of like, eh, how about maybe not? Okay. I don't well, I mean, believe-
0: that's JJ Abrams' shit, where he's just like, man, I got all these ideas. Guys, we're going to do so many ideas. Oh, wait, I got to go do this thing. I'll see you guys uh, later. <laughs> I don't.
1: I do if you're not believe. Be here, get the fuck out with your story. I do not believe for a fucking second that Disney would allow JJ Abrams to shoot a single frame of the force awakens with them planning to do an entire trilogy without that trilogy already mapped out at least at the very oh, sure. least. So the idea that Ryan Johnson took threads that JJ Abrams set up and just shit canned them because he wanted to change the direction. I, I cannot believe that that's possible.
2: There's like the way that they've got the whole, universe on fucking lockdown over there no fucking right way. exactly like, like kathleen kennedy is driving that ship like she's spearheading that thing Like she's the fucking star wars feige in every way that counts
1: yes exactly like feige isn't letting john favreau change the course of the marvel cinematic universe in movie two you know that's part of the reason why he left you know that—that's why Edgar Wright left Ant Man is because they had an idea. You have to connect these dots, yeah.
2: and, and and that's why you know we're seeing, you know, fucking shakeups and directors on movies that are practically done, right? <laughs> for Star Wars, like fucking this they, they shit can Lord Miller from Han Solo, and they were again, I, I like damn near finished, right? It's because Kathleen yeah. Kennedy's like, now nah, you're not playing with the toys, right? Sorry, like so, there's no fucking way, no way. That Ryan Donza came in and cleared the fucking slate. Get out of here with that. The idea that people don't like the portrayal of Luke. That's preposterous. Like,
1: were you not paying attention to The Force Awakens? Like, they set up the story that he had a new group of Jedi. Shit went bad. His entire temple got burnt down. One of his star pupils went off and became essentially a Sith and then murdered Han Solo. Yeah. Luke Skywalker is gonna be kind of a cranky asshole. I feel.
2: Been through some shit. Been through
1: some shit. He has hidden himself on an island, and the only maps are in
2: two different droids, and you
1: got to <laughs> put the puzzle together.
2: Yeah, this motherfucker is sucking on blue teeth on the red. He
1: is a little bit reclusive, a little bit cranky, and he doesn't want to deal with your hokey religions and
2: ancient weapons no more. So when rage. <laughs> When he's like, What did you think I was gonna do? Hop in a ship and grab a laser sword and save the day? Right. <laughs>
1: and and that was that line was directed right at the audience. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, no, that's fair to say.
1: The fact that the last movie ends with Luke Skywalker taking off his hood as Ray is going to hand him the lightsaber, and then we do that sweeping helicopter shot and then uh, directed by JJ Abrams. The fact that we went from that to Luke taking the lightsaber and chucking it over his fucking shoulder. <laughs> yeah. It sets the tone for the whole movie and I fucking love it. <laughs> yeah. I All said that this is great. I said this in our podcast chat. I wish every minute I was watching Last Jedi. I every, every second that I'm not watching it is a disappointment right now. We've only, seen it, we've only seen it once and it bums me out to no end. <laughs> Fucking hey, good for you. I'm glad you love it. Loved it. Loved it. And the, the things that people have criticisms of, I can recognize those, but I also love those criticisms. I love those things that people hate. See,
2: none of that shit even registers to me as bad. Like, that's like. None of it. And like, and they got this movie to me, it has really, really high peaks. Like the stuff oh that it God. does, right?
4: It
1: does super oh God. Fucking, fucking right. fucking, uh, Holdo taking the ship, uh, light speed through Snoke's ship and just was cutting so it bad. in half. Some
3: great visuals. Um, the room's the shit.
1: The entire, the oh, the, the red room, Snoke's chamber. Yeah. That entire. Uh, Kylo Ren, Rey team-up scene. So great. Like, fucking... uh, I've seen some criticisms that, you know, he turns on Snoke, and then they fight back-to-back and fight all those Praetorian guards, and then at the end of it, you expect them to be a team. You expect uh, Kylo Ren has come back from the dark side, and they're going to be heroes now. And then at the end of it, he's like, Alright, cool fucking join me let's let's rule this motherfucker she's like i love that dude that's great like, no and and some people suggest that you know that whole fight that whole scene him turning on snoke that was all for nothing it's like no it's not like he sees that snoke is fucking with him and and calls him weak and and just demeans him so yeah. guess what i'm gonna cut him in half this I got, motherfucker
2: is talking shit in front of the girl yeah, i like
1: i got my homie ray over here who who like we're connected. We've got a connection. We can FaceTime without iPhones. And this motherfucker's talking shit to my yeah, face. She's seen me without my shirt on. We're gonna kill everybody this in this fucking room. Motherfucker. Like, at no point was he going back over to the light side. It was, I'm gonna kill this guy and I think I can get her to the dark side. That's why we're teaming up. It wasn't yeah, a no, switcheroo.
3: Yeah, it wasn't kill Snoke because it's the right thing to do. Right. it was kill Snoke. I'll sit in his chair. Let's go.
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Fuck
3: nerds.
1: Fuck nerds again. <laughs>
3: because like,
2: seriously, like the problems with the movie are structural, right? That those are the problems. They're structural issues. All the character stuff is great. <laughs> fuck, fuck them. Ugh, nerds are gross. Uh,
1: John in the chat says that some of the jokes in this movie were really goofy. And that's another complaint, is people say that they, they marvelize. Hold on, oh, I got
0: this. John, I think you were accidentally watching a film called The Goofy Movie. <laughs> and that is, in fact, why those jokes were goofy. Because they were being performed by a character
1: whose name is actually Goofy. Right. Okay, continue. Of the Goof Troop. Yes. Formerly of the Goof Troop. Uh, people complain that it's too marvelized with some of the jokes. I was like, like do you guys... Have you guys seen Star Wars? Like, Star Wars is fun and funny. The prequels... Like, that was the problem with the prequels. They weren't fun. They weren't funny at all. No.
2: Like, I remember
1: seeing The Force Awakens for the first time. And when Poe is face-to-face... At the very beginning, he's face-to-face with Kylo Ren. And Poe's like, okay, well, do I talk? You want to talk? Like, that's almost the first line in the movie. And I'm like... Oh God, we got Star Wars back! It's yeah. back, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like
2: we're talking about Han Solo, fucking, you know, talking into the the guard console, like, no, we're fine. we're all, we're all, all good here. Like, it's, it's all fun shit, man. Like, that stuff's always been in there.
1: Juggle John says some of the goofy jokes that he didn't like were BB-8 as a slot machine and BB-8 powering the AT-ST walker. I loved. Both of those.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah,
1: when he's just rolling around,
2: jingling from all the change yeah. inside of
1: it. And then he cashes out, and then this ATST walks up, the head pops off, and it's just BB 8 fucking power, uh, controlling an ATST. At the beginning, when uh, in. The, oh, I, this is one thing that I wanted to mention, but it was so early on in the movie, I completely forgot about it. Fucking Poe Dameron, Tokyo drifting his X Wing. <laughs> yeah. He slammed on the e brake and then Tokyo drifted, but then there's the spot where BB-8 is trying to plug all the holes in the like the electrical system, like uh the little Dutch boy at the dam, and he's got all these metal arms trying to plug all these holes. It's oh, I loved it, loved it so much. It makes me so happy.
2: Yeah, to me, these movies, the thing they do the absolute most right is that they look and feel like Star Wars. <laughs>
1: Mel mentions the do you think you got him line when uh, Kylo Ren's like all of our firepower yeah. fire it at
2: Luke Skywalker <laughs> so, pretend for a second that you don't like do you think you got him Okay, pretend for a second that you don't like that the fact that the next fucking thing you see is Luke walking out of a cloud fucking dusting his shoulders off you <laughs> should give that fucking line <laughs> so Luke shows
1: up on crate and he's got uh, a haircut. He ran some just for men through his beard and he's looking a little trimmer and it's like, oh man, like he changed his mind and he took the time to get a haircut and dye his beard. And it's like this is this is weird. That's that's weird. And then all of a sudden he pops out with the blue lightsaber again, it's like, wait, what? That thing just got cut in half. Okay,
2: I get it now. There
1: it
4: is.
3: (laughs) Okay.
2: I see what's going on.
3: I like everything about that except for the fucking Matrix duck. No.
2: Especially the Matrix
1: duck. I love
3: the Matrix duck. (laughs) Everyone stop doing that move.
1: Give Luke Skywalker a fucking break
3: i i am i'm giving him all the break i love everything about it i think he was baller as shit and i loved everything about that scene except for when he did that i was like "Eh."
2: see i I feel like it's been long enough since we've seen it he can bring it back yeah
3: yeah Eh, i think any any movie in the past 10 years with a fucking knife sword even bullets have used that oh uh, so wait you didn't like that part how about the part where
1: Ghost Yoda burns a fucking tree to the ground? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool.
3: You don't see that all the time. So now, when movies start you're having Yoda burn trees down every all the time, now we gotta talk.
2: I'm mad at it at all. I, I um, liked it just fine. And I just, God, hearing some of the things that people are so outraged about is just, ugh. That's a bummer. Uh, I that's, have to... That's people that just don't fucking get it.
3: I it's still a to, movie. Cool.
2: Uh, there
1: okay. there was a guy uh, started a petition for Lucasfilm to remove The Last Jedi from Star Wars canon. Did you guys see this story? If you start petitions for anything, you're an asshole. <laughs> well, not for anything, but... Okay, for, for anything well, related pop to a culture. work of fiction. Yeah. Yes. So, this guy starts this petition to remove the last jedi from Star Wars canon and the story gets sure picked up I'm seeing the whole girl naked ones. The story gets picked up by a lot of places and then you know a bunch of people sign it it's it's all over the place and then the story came out today that the guy has essentially backed down off of his petition because he's like, "You know what? So, I'm in a wheelchair and I started a GoFundMe to help me with uh Medical costs, you know, a month ago, and I barely got any money. I start this stooping, stupid ah. Last Jedi petition, and I get hundreds of thousands of signatures. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe we all need to take a step back.
2: <laughs> That's fucking amazing. Uh. Wow. Uh, I have to uh,
1: give it up to Jose. I have to tell him he was right all along because we did in fact see the infinity war trailer in imax in 3d before mm-hmm. the last jedi and even though i had watched it 10 times it still gave me full body goosebumps i can only imagine watching it for the first time in imax like it was, like it was did. pretty cool
3: y'all pretty see, we didn't
2: get that we the only commercial we got was uh, Black Panther, which again looked fucking dope on the big screen.
1: And we didn't get a but, Black Panther trailer. We got uh, Jurassic World Two, uh, Alita: Battle Angel, and looks fucking nuts. nuts. Yeah.
2: So how about the uh, Alita: Battle Angel? Like, how, how about it? it? Looks fucking weird, right? I keep forgetting to actually
1: watch that trailer. It does. It, that was my first time watching it. It does look weird, but like
3: Robert right? Rodriguez,
1: kind of yeah. good. Yeah, but just she Alita looks weird. Well, she's a robot, so.
2: But like, why is her face all fucked up? Because
1: because it's an anime, isn't it? So they're they're yeah, trying to do like the anime. Was everyone style.
2: else in the fucking movie? Like every character in that movie was in an anime first. <laughs> 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 really weird, fucked up eyes. Weird. What did you, you? Did you describe it as? Something like, cool though. I'm sure I'll get over it once I start watching it. Yeah, that Black Panther trailer, you guys.
3: Which is a, a trailer I wish I would not have seen the second version of, because it would have been cool to know Michael fucking Jordan suit in the movie, not in the commercial. Right. Thanks, Dicks. Yeah. What are you gonna that, do? That would, Pretty fucking cool to see for the first time watching the movie I just dropped 40 bucks on. Oh, remember my story from last week where
1: I was talking about Mary and I were watching Toy Story on Freeform, which is bumping. Bumping. They they played a commercial for The Last Jedi and they showed something super cool looking that I wish they hadn't showed. And then Mary comes in and they play the same commercial and she reacted viscerally to it. She went, to something in a TV commercial the week before Star Wars comes out. Really? It was when uh, Rey force grabs Kylo Ren's lightsaber. They showed that in a TV commercial. Get the fuck out of here. I will not. So that was... Shut the front door. That was spoiled in advance.
3: That sucks. Just like watching fucking... Superman, Batman. What's the Woman for the first time? Yeah, it was just, hey, that's bullshit. Because like, you're all, we're all coming
2: out. Like, we're gonna see Star Wars. We bought the tickets already. Like, don't fucking do that. That's They're everything. trying to sway me.
1: Everything was yeah, but all the theaters were already sold out. Telly, <laughs> <laughs> lame. Like, we looked into possibly seeing it again this past weekend, and it, it was not happening. We would have had to go to a non-reserved seat theater, and savages probably, you know, fucking commoners get there an hour and a half ahead of time so we get good seats. No thanks.
2: Ugh. What am I, a fucking trash person?
3: (laughs) Am I a fucking mole man on the moon? (laughs) Which I bet you they're hiding out Red Skull's Nazi base. (laughs) Ugh.
2: So. I just triggered a memory. We're, are we all done with Star Wars talk? We, feel, we feel good about it. Yeah,
1: I uh, I fucking love it, and I can't wait to see it again. And I'm sorry for anyone that doesn't love it.
2: No, I'm I, I'm fucking glad you love it. And like I, again, I think if all the Space Vegas stuff wasn't in there, I think I would probably love it. Like if it weren't for that does that that whole side quest being so totally unnecessary, kind of bummed me out. It like,
1: is. Did like, they really I call it Space, Space Vegas? It. It, it's called it, it's, um, it's Space Vegas. It's called something bite, SEMO bite or something like that. And it's essentially a uh, Vegas city on a a planet with with a casino. And it's
0: not legit just called Space Vegas.
2: (laughs) No, it's called Death Vegas. (laughs) It is. But but I will say that were it not for that weird Space Vegas side quest. We wouldn't get uh, Benicio Del Toro. In the movie. Yeah, but
3: and how about give us him in a way that means something? While
2: hey. completely inconsequential, he was really Dude.
3: fun. Who knows? Does man... he have to stutter, though? Does it, it... <laughs> he, he, I liked it. it. Was very, I, that uh, it was
2: I liked it a lot. I thought it was cool.
1: It was very <laughs> usual suspects. Flipping for real.
3: Yeah.
2: and yeah, Just <laughs> making toys of doing neat shit. I like it. <laughs> give me the bag, but, uh... you cocksucker. So you're talking about the, the fucking moon base. reminded me that before we talk comic books and get the fuck out of here, I have to share the story with you. Because I meant to talk about it uh, when it happened, but I forgot. You so went to the ago, moon? <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I found out that I work with a legit goddamn crazy person. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> so I'm getting up to go pee. And this guy who sits a few desks down with me, I've never spoken to him beyond like, he has to go and How are you? Whatever. We're not even we're not friendly. Like not even, you know. He says to me hey is that show any good oh good i'm like huh and he points at me i look down and i'm wearing an iron Fist shirt <laughs> and i'm like oh iron um I'm like it's okay it's not great you know i gotta walk over i'm like it's probably like i mean it's definitely like the the weakest of those defender shows for sure you know and it's like the, the defender shows i'm like yeah it's a netflix up it's you know your daredevil luke cage iron Fist, that's whatever and he says, Is Jessica Jones a superhero too? I'm not, I don't remember her back from the day when I was collecting. And I'm like, Yeah, I mean, she's like newer, you know, maybe about 10, 15 years old, whatever. she's like a relative new character, or whatever, you know. And he says, what's, what's her story? What's her powers? I go, I mean, like, you know, she can fly, she's strong. And I said, But her powers aren't really like the important part. The important part, like, is her story, like, what her story's about. It's how she kind of basically has, essentially, she has PTSD when she was younger. You know, she got, mind-controlled by this character, Kilgrave, and he made do some, like, really awful shit when she finally had powers. And that's when my day took a turn that I was not expecting. He says, oh, sounds to me like it's some soft disclosure. What? What, <laughs> what does that mean? See, now, that is a, that is a phrase that I had heard before. And the, the, the short version of that is, like, soft disclosure is He invests, going out by he, he invests in Bitcoin, doesn't time. he? What's that? He invests in Bitcoin, doesn't he? I mean... <laughs> so, the idea is that the government, or them, whoever they are, uh, introduces certain concepts into the, 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 the culture by way of fiction, or whatever. That way, when they're inevitably revealed to be real people aren't super shocked by them. Oh. Right. And I'm like, no, I've met the guy that created that character. I'm pretty sure that that's not what this is. That's <laughs> 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 pretty sure that's not what's going on here. And then the wheels fall off, man. We're talking about the lizard people. Oh, and- yeah. We're-, yeah no. we're talking about Uh the fact that, you know, no one can explain how Germany's army went from twenty-five thousand troops after the Treaty of Versailles to half a million troops in World War II, including because the reptilians gave cloning technology to Hitler, and how Hitler had an underwater base under Antarctica, and how the sun is really a hexagon, and he's got pictures of it, and like Guys, I'm not gonna lie. I'm kind of into this. <laughs> universe, World We War covered two. like a lot of bases in a short amount of time, and I had to pee the entire time. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Did we talk like, about
2: wormholes?
1: Did we talk about Jose's cloning story? Well, here's the thing. Like, I,
2: like I, I'll take some trips with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, I, that's some fun shit to talk about. You, but a lot of ways, like, it's like. It it doesn't it never takes a lot for me to be like my life wasn't inside job or like fuck maybe we didn't go to the moon (laughs) 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 because it's you know we probably went to the moon and you know my life was totally an inside job but
4: whatever (laughs) but
2: like he went deep and he like he went all over the place and like it it went fast and I don't know what the hell happened
4: I have no (laughs) idea before you
2: everyone knows but me like I'm the last one to find out. About this dude. And I'm like, none of you fuckers could tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Before like, you no know it, you have... be like, hey, heads up on this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you got piss running down your leg? It was <laughs>
2: fucking bonkers, you guys.
1: Did we talk about, about Jose's... Uh, it's not his theory, but there's the theory I- that... Uh, no, I don't think we did. I don't think we did. Okay. One of
3: my YouTube Illuminati wormhole. So,
1: so we're in New York, and it's um, we're watching Saturday Night Live, and Eminem was the musical guest, and Jose just matter-of-factly says to me, he says, "You know, Eminem's a clone, right?" <laughs> and I said, "I said what?" And he's like, "Yeah, don't you know there's the theory that whenever somebody like leaves the public eye and they come back, and they're like they look different or they're in better shape." That means like the government got to them, took them away, cloned them, and then put the clone out in public. He's he's oh. like, and I say, I say to Jose, and I was like, please please go on. Who else is who else is a clone? <laughs> well, okay, so and he's like, is, Eminem, Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle.
3: one of them. Uh, um, Dave Chappelle, Michael Jackson's daughter, Eminem, uh, Martin Lawrence.
0: Like, you tell me that happened to Michael Jackson and the clone got all fucked up. I'll hear you're that argument. We can have that discussion.
3: <laughs> His daughter, because she, like, had that uh, suicide little scare for a second. And then she, like, just vanished. And her last her last tweet was, like, a very vague Illuminati type, you know, I know they're watching, and they're coming to get me type thing, you know, they they're the reason why my dad was the way he was. I know they're still watching. And then, like, you didn't hear from her again. And all of a sudden, you're here that she committed suicide. And then she disappeared for a while. and Now she's back. And now she's thriving. So, Karen, when, when that happens, come on. <laughs> I
2: remember reading that there is a, a string of people that believe that Avril Lavigne died.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was on it. her Her name has came up, and like, yes, like some of the deaths. Some of the deaths were like the real guy died. You know, it's kind of like the whole
2: Paul McCartney,
3: Elvis did the swap.
2: Right? Yeah, yeah. Elvis, yeah, Elvis swapped out with a guy to be, be Elvis, and then that
3: guy died. Right. There's that that whole like thing. The plot of Bubba Hotep. Yes, saw that.
2: Where Bruce Campbell plays Elvis and uh, old- Ozzy
3: Davis plays uh, JFK. Good stuff. So yeah, if it looks like it ain't right, probably a clone.
4: <laughs>
1: just literally, just so matter-of-factly says this, <laughs> and it. It was the best part of my night. It was just great
3: I'm saying "Man, clone they do some crazy shit with technology. And Hitler did have a base in Antarctica. Oh, all, all, all the facts hold up in court.
4: I'm not sure they
2: do. <laughs> oh God. Oh, well, if you type an Eminem clone, in the Google, you get five hundred four thousand results. Oh God!
1: <laughs> probably written, it's real. Probably it's written real. written by it, Dave it, Chappelle's clones.
3: If you're go- if people are googling only people only Google the truth that much. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna get the petitions going to have the clones treat more respect.
2: Oh, that's amazing, absolutely amazing. Let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here.
4: The problem with comic books is the it comes off on your hands every time you turn the page. You have to wash your hands.
2: So, got some stuff, some stories coming. It's been a good time uh, in recent weeks for the comic books. I'm pretty, pretty pleased with the state of the state of the world. I think it's good stuff. Um. I finally read uh, the fix number ten. It took a minute to get there because the last issue came out so long ago. I had to reread the one before it because it had been six goddamn months since number nine came out. <laughs> real problem with that book, but it was fun. Um, and this came out last week. I'm only going to mention it now because Nye's mentioned it. But in Doctor Strange 382, the motherfucking Sentry's coming back. <laughs>
4: mm. <laughs> oh, I
2: fucking love this entry so much. I'm okay with it. Uh, also, in that book, in Doctor Strange, uh, the story is about how Loki is now the Sorcerer Supreme. And that's kind of weird.
4: That's Wait, cool, and, and For reasons
2: we are still unsure about. But I like that as a concept. And even more than that, I like that this, uh, after the, the Legacy relaunch that started last month, completely and utterly disregards everything that happened during um, oh god I lost it Secret Empire that shitty one Like they're like <laughs> no fuck that none of that we're gonna jump ahead in time and tell this fun Doctor Strange story instead fuck you guys
0: I like that a lot <laughs> that's yeah great. that's when I dropped that book it was like oh Jason Aaron's not writing it and it's a Secret Empire tie in by Doctor Strange
2: yeah and that's also when like you know the Kingpin gave a soul to a devil and then like again they're dropping all that bullshit now he's the mayor of New York and then that world which is fine so yeah uh I would recommend going back and checking out Doctor Strange. It's pretty good. Alright. And then um yeah, oh fuck, what's his name? Um what's his name? Hernandez Walter, France Walter. What was his
0: name? Oh, the uh vision artist?
2: Yeah, yeah, he's drawing it, so it looks really cool. Ooh Yeah, yeah, so it's good stuff. Uh yeah, Mr. Miracle number five. Oh it's so good. Is so so good. So good. Um uh, can't be said enough how genius it is that every issue so far has like painstakingly stuck to the nine grid formula, not, not nine panel grid formula. Like it gives the book a, a watchman esque kind of visual continuity. And it's really, really great. Uh, also kind of fucking brave that this issue devotes like no less than five pages to Mr. Miracle and barter just banging, uh, I hope it's like Pretty that sweet I hope it's like that savage dragon scene it is <laughs> way better than that <laughs> like, uh, and there's just lots and lots and lots of um, uh, parallels uh, like between pages like if you go through it all you will see that you know some panels are completely uh, repeated like maybe just the outfits change because you know time has passed or whatever like it's really really good and you know it kind of begins with you know mr. miracle saying because he's basically he's been condemned to death. Like Orion's gonna kill him because he uh, they had this genius like you know yes or no answer trial in the last issue that was so fucking like he he wabbit the amount of time
0: dinner. that thing had to take to think out.
2: Oh like, my I god! Yeah, imagine yeah. he he got wabbit seasoned into basically saying that he was a traitor more or less. <laughs> like it's it's it was so good and he just let it happen because he couldn't because he couldn't argue with, like, the, the association argument that he was making. Like, you know, if A is true, then B is true, right? If B is true, then C is true, right? And, like, and it just goes down the rabbit hole, and every answer is yes, so therefore, you know, he's an enemy to the crown and must be killed. It's like, what the fuck? So good. And so, you know, he Barthas says, you know, if, or, uh, no, Mr. Miracle says, if you tell me to fight, I'll fight. And Barthas's like, I can't be that for you, you know? And they kind of have what is basically like their last day together before he goes to get executed, and then Barda murders the fuck out of everyone when they came to get him, and she says, "Fight!" I'm like yes,
4: <laughs> yes, bitch, it's so good.
2: And uh, fucking, uh, he gets a uh, he he puts his hands in cement. You know the cat's hands in cement. He's like right next to Kirby, Jack Kirby. I'm like what the fuck, man? They're doing amazing things in that book. So good. I'm rambling because it's, there's just a lot to take in. <laughs> it's so great, you guys. It's going to be one of those things that once it's
0: all said and done, it's going to be looked back upon as a classic.
2: Yeah. yeah, It's, it's a fucking masterpiece. My, frankly, much like that Vision book. like there's, yeah. They're masterpieces, man. It's great. Really, really great. <sighs> fucking great. Um, so I'm reading this Jughead the Hunger book, and it's about Jughead one is a werewolf. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? It's pretty great. Because Betty Cooper is the latest in a long line of werewolf hunters. And I am all right with that. Yeah, that, that sounds kind of great. <laughs> yeah. And Reggie got turned into a werewolf in the last issue and so now he's running around with Veronica and Veronica like sicked him on Weatherby <laughs> just for the fuck of it and it looks it looks so fucking cool. It's silly. I think they're doing a they're doing a book coming up where Veronica's a vampire too, so I'm, I'm bored with all that goofy shit. Now maybe if they can get these Archie horror books to come out more than once, like you know three times a year, that'd be great. <laughs> that'd be super rad. Um, what else? So they're doing a, the, strangely enough for the first time ever, there is an amazing Spider-Man and Venom crossover uh, in this Venom Ink story, which is kind of rad. I'm kind of bored with it. Yeah, so, I'm liking it so far. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, on this list, came out for March, Kelly, and they're starting Dan Slott's last Spider-Man story in March. Oh, fuck yes. Kind of a big deal. Give me someone new. They <laughs> got Ryan segmenter on this, and so uh, Flash Thompson is back as a new Anti Venom, no, which is kind of no, That
0: being said, I do actually enjoy his current stuff. It was just, it got real stale
2: there for a while. Because it's more Spider-Man-y now. It is. And you got, you got a lot of Venom. I am... Look, man. Like, I might not be a huge 90s mark for a lot of stuff, but I will always be a 90s mark for Venom and Symbiotes. I love that shit. <laughs> so, more Venom bad guys, the better. Let's, let's keep this shit going. I'm all about it. Um, also in the Spider world, uh, you got the Ben Riley Scarlet Spider, but you got a whole bunch of Slingers in it, which should make me feel really excited. And the last several issues have been great, but they got what appears to be a highly skilled fifth grader to draw this book. Ooh, it looks real bad. Like, and they they bring back uh, prodigy, and the, so he was like the slingers leader, and which he was in the Avengers Initiative book there for hot minute when that was a thing. Yeah, uh, and like the splash page that reveals him, it looks like he's wearing metal underwear. like, ah. like, and, like it doesn't even look like his costume. It's just really, really not great. Uh, who was it? Let's see. It's uh. Andre Lima Arujo, a name I've never heard before. Oh,
0: man, really? I normally like that
2: guy's stuff. Oh, it's not great. I think, you know, I may have seen this guy do some of the Batman Eternal stuff, and I'm not a fan. The the... setup's weird, and, like, nobody looks right, and just, it's, right
0: now he's doing uh, Generation Gone at Image, and he was the artist for the Avengers AI book
2: okay okay normally i really like his stuff but maybe it's just because the fact they're coming off of you know bagley and Will Slinley. that's a, it's a bit of a departure yes it very much is like maybe it just wants to where his style this does not lend itself to spider-man
0: no i can't really see it working much for that style his style works really well for like crazy tech stories like avengers ai and kind of things that
2: are v- derivative of like akira I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. But it's not a great fit here. Does doesn't work for me like oh golly, not at all. Especially this oh no, not great. Hopefully that's a kind of a fill in thing. That would make me very happy. Um and then oddly enough, also kind of in the, the same neighborhood, uh Punisher two nineteen, I was kinda of into the story because you know, you tell me you're doing a story where Frank Castle gets his hand on a war machine armor, I'm like that's a rock-solid idea right there. Um, but it looks like shit.
0: Oh, man. I flipped through the first issue of that story, and for whatever reason, when he got on the the War Machine suit, he looks fat as
2: shit. He looks fat, and it doesn't look like War Machine. No. It, it just look looks like any fat, any Iron Man. Armor gray I've ever Iron seen. man. Like, like a fucking big-ass, like, like a Michelin Man armor. It looks really, yeah. really bad. Like the overall art isn't bad like the way the guy draws castle he looks a lot like Burnthal, you know but just i don't think this guy's ever seen the war machine armor before <laughs> and especially when you, when you uh put that up against those awesome clayton crane covers it's like fuck out of here come on that's kind of a bummer but uh that's, that's all i got we're talking about what you got kelly
0: uh the only thing I really want to talk about that you didn't bring up was that this uh, most recent ep- issue of Action Comics was both written and drawn by Dan Jurgens and it just that felt right. Good. It just it feels right, you know. That's cool. Dan Jurgens doing a story where Superman and Booster Gold hang out.
2: Yeah, that tracks. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, I know. I was reading them like, man, I like this I,
2: I like this a lot like this makes me feel yeah, okay about life
0: yeah action comics is a solid book and i do love that with the Oz effect story well i didn't actually think that was very good and was probably the weakest of the superman or of the action comics rebirth stuff it did give us the debut of uh woke dan jurgens and his uh his uh, anti-racism and nationalism shit it was awesome all right is like he was pissing off the uh the angry racists because he did a story where like a chunk of the story where all these like make america great again guys were going to come and try and kill some immigrants that were taking their jobs and superman would not like a MAGA. yeah yeah superman shows up and he's like what the hell are you guys doing and then some real make america great again guys got upset about that and he's ah. like man you guys are bad guys in a superman comic what do you think about that? <laughs> Big fan of woke Dan Juergens. I was you know, I'm it's it's happy to have a comic guy that's been around for a while and to be proud of his political views. Right?
2: You know what? That counts for something.
0: Yeah, it does. We don't we don't get that very often. <laughs> that's awesome. Dan Juergens on the right side of history. Hell yeah, good for them.
2: Dig it. Fucking okay. I. All right. Anything uh, we're talking about, Nice? I'm all good. What you got, Jose?
3: Have you seen the trial of Rob Heidegger? I never heard of that. It's uh, I, uh Adult Swim. I watched it on YouTube. I guess it was Adult Swim. And it's fucking like a fake murder trial. Where he's playing Tim heidecker who put on some uh music festival and a lot of kids died so they're like it's it's weird it's a fucking court drama that's like five episodes okay. long it's odd as fuck and it's I'm still iffy. If I, I don't know, man. Like some of their shit's funny. Some of the jokes are funny. Some of the jokes are not. If you like them, check it out. If you're iffy on them, I don't give a fuck. Take a stance, man.
4: <laughs> no Way
3: to fucking commit. <laughs> I
4: try
3: watch. I try watching them. I give them. I give
4: them.
3: Well, yeah. Give them a shot. But some of their shit's just. Odd as fuck, man. I can't get on board. You're with talking that. about Tim and Eric? Yeah, yeah. Oh, in that case, I guarantee you I'll hate this. But it's not that Tim and Eric. Like it's, there's nothing weird. It's a court drama. As if you're watching like a CC TV feed on a Saturday morning, Cab, it animated or no? No, 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 no. It's set up like you're watching. Public access television, and this is a real court date, and you're just—it's got shitty, you know, local TV graphics and all that. Trial, a hard pass in that. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking weird. I chuckled a couple times. I don't know. Not much. Chris, I like it. So, Ho- you, Jose, like
1: it. we need to uh, get your get your microphone figured out for tomorrow night because you know what tomorrow night is.
2: What's tomorrow night, guys? We are recording
1: Home Alone commentary for next week. Bam! Pretty excited about it. Buzz, your <coughs> girlfriend. Woof. Woof. <laughs> So look for so that. Yeah, we're recording next that tonight. Tuesday.
2: Uh we will not be live. And we're gonna put it up for you guys for your downloading pleasure next week. As a Christmas gift. We were talking about earlier. Late Christmas gift. So you're driving, you're going to visit your folks, you're driving home after the holidays. Guess what? You're gonna fucking you can watch Home Alone with us. Yeah. Or listen to a song about Home Alone. You've fucking seen it a thousand times.
4: <laughs> la, la, You'll
2: have, you have to watch it. That's what that's a great thing about this one.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Watch it in your mind
3: while you drive.
2: Yeah. But, like, don't text, because that shit ain't cool. Nah. I don't like it. Don't do that shit.
3: It's not alright. And stop petitioning, Star Wars. It's a fucking movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it bugs you that much, you own it, then they don't care what you think.
4: Oh, what the fuck
0: is this? <laughs> uh... Why did a ghost just laugh into our? <laughs> he like...
2: really hated the Fourth Awakens.
1: Sounded like a dog barking.
2: Well oh, Last Jedi, whatever the fucking one it was. You know what I'm talking about. Fuck, man, it's crazy. All right, let's uh, let's be done. Yep. And let's come back and do shit tomorrow. But we'll be back uh, live, on, the second. Nice. Yeah. That'll be my first day back to work and. Over a week, so I'll be nice and salty. Oh, cranky (laughs) Lee! It'll be good stuff. Good, good times. Yeah, fucking, uh, I got to work till Thursday, then I'm off. I'm off from the fucking 22nd to the second, and I have not been off that long in a very long time. I'm very excited about it. I told them, don't call me. In fact, (laughs) no, you can't have my number. (laughs) You can't have it. Yeah, fucking call it a night. So uh email us. Call you. Popcast at panels or leave us a voicemail by calling 616-951. Oh
1: shit, I never did play Ben's voicemail.
2: Oh, oh. god damn it. Do it now?
1: Uh let's see. It is two minutes and eight seconds.
2: <laughs> uh nah. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. <laughs> Sorry, Ben. We really like we had we had a discussion about it and everything. Yeah and just fucking forgot and we got caught up in it. I'm guessing probably echo a lot of what we said because Ben's got his fucking head on straight. Right. Yeah, good stuff. All right. right, four, Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Kelly Harris, I'm the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and uh, we'll talk to you fools live on the 2nd at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at youtube.com slash panels on pages. But check your uh, feeds next week for home alone good stuff all right yeah, but before you.
0: then uh will be christmas so merry christmas everyone. that's right
2: merry christmas and god bless us everyone except for hey, that man. one motherfucker you know who you are that motherfucker kylo Ren. am i right <laughs> son of a bitch killed han solo and almost killed leia but he didn't
3: that i wonder time, how many iphone what Just oh my god. Crack and scream. He's so pissed. It's pissed. That's it pissed. All right.
2: Night. Love you. It's goodbye. <laughs>
3: wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't
2: very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was Get him away! Hey,
4: boo! 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 Boo!
2: <laughs> Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues.